ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode i'm your host steven g gaxiola and you are listening to the raider and the saint podcast check two what is going on folks i am here this is a quick mic check i got two guests in the building that i'm excited to uh, have a conversation with but first and foremost i'm going to thank everyone that tunes into this podcast around the world my family friends co-workers new friends old friends everyone that supports this podcast i really thank you for tuning in uh, it means a lot to me this podcast is growing it's growing out at a, as a pretty good i would say enough for me to just keep grinding you know what i mean there are times where i wanted to just give up even though that you know i'm seeing production but i've had to learn on this podcast is uh, to take your time you know relax you know as a ups driver i'm always just go 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 get done hurry up go have a beer do 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 everything get home hang out family go to sleep and everything's just go 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 with this podcast i had to learn how to just slow it down enjoy the grind and I have to go back to my old days when I was in college and it took me six years to graduate you know most people average people get it done in four years you know I took a couple extra two years but it was a long grind and it, it was something that I have to go back and think about like hey man nothing nothing happens overnight you know and you have to just sit there and just take your time and enjoy the process and that's why I keep telling myself enjoy the process and so I'm here, man. I'm grinding. You guys are tuning in. I thank you so much, man. This isn't a, a regular scheduled podcast. I usually do it Sunday mornings. It is Saturday night. I'm actually happy to be here on a Saturday night. That way I get all day Sunday to hang out with the family, do some Christmas shopping and relax. I do it Sunday mornings because it's, it's early. Get in, get out, go enjoy the rest of your day. But I, I don't mind coming in on a Saturday evening either. I don't really got anything going on, but... My guests today, once again, before I get to them, I'm going to give my intro. If you guys are looking to come on the podcast, if you want to, you know, support, sponsor, advertise, you know, you want to be on the podcast, feel free to hit me up at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That's the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. And I'm also on Instagram under the Raider and the Saint. I'm also on Facebook, the Raider and the Saint. I usually don't check that. I'm usually on Instagram, just posting pictures on the, you know, what I'm doing with the podcast. So, yeah, if you guys want to do that, the lines are open now. We're starting to make the next step in this podcast. We got a merch coming out, um, not soon, but it's it, it's gonna happen. Like I said, I gotta just take it one step at a time and enjoy the process. Uh, want to get a couple shout outs? Shout outs to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. It's where my my primo works. Uh, a lot of my primos work there. Uh, 
If you guys are looking to buy, sell, trade, pawn, just looking for a new tool or you're looking, you know, whatever type of tool you're looking for, uh, hit them up. They're located at 750 West Foothill Boulevard in Azusa, California. Uh, I know it's kind of a drive for people down here in, in uh, Santa Ana and Anaheim, but uh, hey, I've done it, man. A lot of my equipment I've purchased from there. So shout out to Whippy's Pawn Shop. Also, shout out to my boy, Freddie Morales, my boy, one of my good friends. He's been on the podcast a handful of times. He just started his own business, but he's been in the real estate business for many years now. If you're looking, once again, to buy, sell, refinance, hit him up at freddie at grovecapital.com. That's freddie at grovecapital.com. He just recently started. He's got his own uh, business going. He's doing his own ventures now. He's solo, and I'm happy for him. So look at guys. If you, if you want a good deal, he's going to hook you up. I mean, I, I'm definitely going to go to him when I purchase want to thank my past guest, Michael Vega, my coworker. Thank you once again for sh showing up. And it was an honor to get you in here. I know it was during the week. And, it, it, you know, things happen with this podcast. But he, he came on and we had, we had a good talk. Can't wait to get him back on again. I know I'm blowing through this. But it's Saturday night. I'm pumped for these guests today. My returning guest, I have e High Priestess Eve. Welcome. And I have Mary. Thank my homegirls. I would call them my homegirls now because they've been on. They, they, this is your third time, yes. and this is your second time, yes. High Priestess. Welcome. I know we're we, we're excited to talk about today because I, I wanted to do it during Halloween, but I like talking about the paranormal. Paranormal. We just love the spooky yeah. shit. We love it. <laughs> We're so happy to be here. Yeah. Thank you for, having, for having us. us. Yeah. I know. I've been wanting to get you guys on, and it's been really uh just been really hectic. Everything that's been going on in my life, but. I follow you guys on Instagram. I see you guys doing your posts, seeing you doing your thing, and I'm happy. When you guys are here, it's like, I see them, you know, they're like my friends, you yeah, know, and it's cool. Course. You know, when you, yeah, <laughs> when, you, when you grow this relationship, you know, when I when I meet people and boom, hey, I'll follow you, I'll follow you, and you've seen my journey, yes. and I've been seeing your guys' journey. But one thing I do like to talk about is paranormal. Oh, we're what, here. What, 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 <laughs> tell me, let's start it off. Who wants to start it off? All right. Well, first, let me just say thank you so much for having us back. I can't tell you how many times people have told me like, oh, I go back and I just re-listen to the episode because it was so good. And like the chemistry really? that we all had and everything was just flowing so well. And like I still send it to people. I'm like, y'all need to go yeah. listen to this. Mm -hmm. Like this is some good. She promoted it so much on her Instagram, on her yes, Twitter, yes, on yes, everything. Yes, yes. I just remember that that episode was just. Well, listen, everywhere. the first episode I always tell my guests, I said, the audience wants to get to know you first. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, where are you from? Where you been? What was the episode were you guys on? What what episode was that? 74. I believe. Hey, look. Yeah. Or another one. Yeah. 74. If you guys <laughs> want to listen to more about uh, Mary and High Priestess Eve, tune in to episode 74. Other than that, we're just, I already know them. The audience has known them. They, yes. they got to know who they're from. And so now we can take it to the next level and, and talk sure. about things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um. Let me just start. How was your Halloween? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my Halloween was I learned about the the day after is called uh, Dias de los Muertos. Oh, Dia de los Muertos. Yes. And I had a buddy, a coworker, customer of mine. He goes, hey, man, he goes, you're going to go, you know, you're going to go visit your brother or put a, a mirror or put or go visit him. And I said, I go, why would I, you know, what is, you know, what is that? Yeah. He goes, well, because his brother had just passed, too. His brother passed, uh, you know, uh, overdose. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's cool with me saying that. Uh, yeah. You know, and he was a young kid too. He was young in his 30s, 
And I go, no, I go, I didn't, I didn't do anything like that. Cause this was the next day after Dia de Muertos. Uh -huh. Cause this is the day after Halloween, right? Yeah. Um, so the day after Halloween is called Dia de los Angeles, which is for kids that have passed away. Oh. And then the second they consider it like for the adults, but a lot of people just use the first as for both. But okay. in traditional ways in Mexico and Dia de los Angeles is just going to remember the kids that have passed away. And then the second is like, okay, the adults, it, all that everybody else everybody yes. else well i know he he did it he goes I, i've never done it before and i did it and what you do is you get a picture of the loved one that's passed and you put the things that they like so if they're like eating pizza or yeah. carne asada they're like drinking their beer smoking you, weed you build their own friend yeah. yeah and so he did that and he goes man i felt his presence i go have you done it before he goes no man but i felt his presence i go wow he goes i even poured a shot of tequila yeah and you know it, it was a full shot and uh you know i was sit, we sit there drink beers you could feel his presence he goes the next morning half the shot was gone oh yeah yep. no yeah that happens just, yeah let me i tell do. you yeah um i was like oh maybe you just got fucked up bro you just you, <laughs> you just didn't took even a know yeah you, you didn't, didn't know, know. <laughs> i mean me personally i work with my ancestors a lot i work with uh my loved ones who have passed away and one of the most common offerings that you leave for them is liquor some sort of you know alcohol and tobacco mm. they really enjoy that um but i've had that happen before where i'll leave alcohol on my altar and i'll post it sometimes yeah, she'll, and really? it'll she'll be gone it. it'll just be gone i can't explain it there's no you know over like th there's no heat in the room to make it like just evaporate mm -hmm, or anything mm -hmm. and you know and it's it's just yeah gone. i do the same but i leave um water I leave water and that's like gone. Like really? Like yeah. we'll leave. I'll, I have like little shot cups. You have your yes. um your glass and everything. Yes, your I wine, have glasses. wine glasses that I fill with water. And I, who do you do it for? Uh, I just do it for whoever is protecting me, because my altar. Oh, so you do this? Us. You do this every day? Or? I do it once the cup is like getting half empty or when it's. Yeah, just switch out the water. Yeah, just switch, switch out, out the, the water. Stuff, the offerings, the little things that you like. Because I know you do candies and yes i do candies i do tobacco mm -hmm. i leave liquor i leave just a bunch of little goodies because uh for myself personally i've never met my grandparents so all i have from them is just what my parents have told me mm -hmm. and from what they told me it's that they like liquor they like candy they like those kinds of things so and uh, i slowly try to build that relationship with them i just do um my uncles my uncles because i did grow up with my uncles but they all passed away like I, the last one I lost, I was like probably 23 or 24, but each one of them had something specific they liked. Like I had one that loved pozole, that this and this, but we can't really leave pozole on an altar right now because the rats. <laughs> it's the just, rats. you know, stuff going just on. Just stuff that they like, like, can, like you said, candies yeah. and stuff like that. We just do that. The way I like to tell people when, you know, they're starting to work with their ancestors or starting to create altars or anything, I say, just leave them whatever you would offer a guest who's coming mm -hmm. into your house. You know, just offer them the same thing you would offer a guest. Like, do you want some water? Do you want anything to drink? Would you like some, you know, candy? Do you Cookie, want like cookies. something? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's very simple, but it's a good way to start that relationship mm -hmm. with them. Because it's better to have them on your side than to not have them protecting you at and all. And have them pulling your leg. Yeah, I was, never, I was never raised like that. I, I, I was raised Christian, and when you pass, you, you, you go to heaven. Uh, also her too as you go to sleep until the rapture comes too yeah you know so it, it, it does get a little confusing as, as i get older when i hear stories like that then i hear you know examples yes. yeah i was like what really and then i get scared because i'm like i don't want to open up any doors and 
Next thing you know, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Next thing you know, I'm I'm waking up and I'm in the middle of the room floating. I was like, I'm very <laughs> not skeptical, but I'm very cautious. Yes, very cautious. You know what I mean? And I'm very cautious when I walk, but I, I I'm open to hear things like this. Uh, you know, it's because yeah. I, I am interested. Like, I was thinking about doing something. I want to speak with my brother. Uh-huh. You know, but my my parents would probably be pissed, dude. It it it'd probably get really bad. Yeah. You know, based on how and so it's it's. It, it is uh, hard and it is uh, definitely confusing, but... Uh, they come at you like they did that one chick in The Exorcist. The power of Christ compels you. Stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Opening doors and stuff like that. Because they, there's also the, the ugly side of, of that, too. Yes, yes, where you're doing things you shouldn't be and playing with Ouija boards. But something like that is okay. Like the offerings and stuff, that's okay. Yeah, it's I nothing. Could, you're not summoning anything. You're just con- you're just you're connecting just, with your own people. You're just people. like here, have a water, have some water, have some liquor, have some something. Yeah, it's a party. Yeah, but I gotta ask, um, when did you start taking a, a interest in like the paranormal? Since you didn't grow when up, when I was younger, shit would happen. Ooh, Ooh. care to share? Shit, yeah. shit would happen. I would be, I got prayed over in church because I would wake up and my bed would be shaking. <gasps> I, I would think it was an earthquake and there were earthquakes back in the 80s yeah. there was uh, quite a few and i was young i was i was born in the 80s so 80 you know in the 80s there's quite a few earthquakes in our area i would uh be asleep and i would f- feel like my bed be shaking and i would jump up so i was so young you know and yeah. spite and run to my parents room and they're like there's no earthquake go back to bed and but there were times where I, we all be asleep, my brother, my sister in the other room, and we're young, yeah. Yeah. nine, ten. And I still remember these things, and the light would turn on in the hallway. Oh. And I would come and I would come out and, like, look, and then I'd go in my parents' room. I'd always open, and they're asleep. I'd go, hey. who? who and I thought maybe my dad turned on the light, forgot to turn it off. Mm-hmm. And he was like, go back to bed, always turn on the light. And, like, they would just ignore it, which is weird. Yeah. You know, and I would go back to bed, but it, it happened – you know, plenty of times. Was that your first paranormal experience that you actually remember? Or I, I was young, yeah. I was like, yeah, no older than, than 10. Oh, wow. What about you, Mary? What, what was your first, first paranormal experience? The first paranormal experience was in Tijuana. Like, me, my, me and my two sisters were laying in my grandpa's bed because, of course, parents wake you up before the butt crack of dawn trying mm-hmm. to get you to Tijuana because they think the border closes. Mm-hmm. Um, we went into my grandpa's room, and he's like, if you girls are tired, take a nap. I'm laying there and my sisters are like, keep your eyes closed and don't look at the wall. And I'm like, why? And they're like, just listen to us. Don't look at the wall. And I didn't listen. Of course, Mm -hmm. I look at the wall and there was like these little figures, like probably like this big. And they were just dancing up and down the wall. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And they were just like going back and forth, dancing like these weird little dances I have never seen before. And I closed my eyes and I just forced myself to sleep. Yeah. When I wake up, there was this little miniature bunny rabbit my grandma had from Easter, and I just saw its head start turning by itself. Wow, like a full. How old were you? Turn? I was probably like six years old when I saw that. Oh my goodness. Well, they say when you're younger, you, you see you're, a lot of more shit when you're yeah, younger. Yeah, you're yes. more open, and, and because of all the sh- the shit that the technology and the the machines yeah. and and the food we eat, it it takes away that 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 opening we have yeah. to see mm-hmm. the 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 paranormal or you know another dimension yes well keep in mind my sisters were like probably not even 13 or 14 around the time i saw that myself oh hold on maggie might have been 13 my sister might have been 13 when she saw that 
And she told me, she's like, don't look at the wall. Just keep looking at us or go to sleep. Don't look at the wall. And they had seen it before. Mm-hmm. And since then, like, I'm like, okay, there's there's stuff out here. I know there's stuff out here. Mm-hmm. I've seen things. If I saw that little figure move by itself, I'm like, what else am I going to see the rest of my life? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to. There was a there was a point in our house we had somebody over from Mexico. Yeah. Okay. We just recently had them over again, and I I don't want him at the house. Mm-hmm. He would he would just uh, he didn't speak Spanish. Yes. Oh no, my Spanish. He didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. And he came over with with his the first time they came. He came with his I think it was his brother, and they didn't like they were old in their twenties or twenty two twenty three and. And so everyone's talking to them in Spanish. I speak, uh, you know, I speak enough. You know, if I get drunk, if you can, I can order speak. your food, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> if you can order your food in Spanish, can, you're fine. Yeah, I can order mucho comida. There you yeah. go. You're fine. <laughs> so they left, but it was weird when I go talk to them. They just kind of like, like I don't know if they were intimidated or they just they were shy. And I try my best to be open and you know get a cerveza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, get us comida, you know, get the NS. Yeah. You know, and so they, when they left, uh, I was sleeping one night and something pulled the pillow from under me. And that's when I knew, I mean, this is one, I mean, I have, I have a lot of stories and I got up and I knew, I says, Hey man, you got to get out of here. I go, you're not welcome here. But uh, uh, the next day my daughter was home. It was just her. She's 19 now. She had to be about maybe 15. She was in the room with her friend. She was about 15. They were just hanging out. Yeah. And she said that a, that there was like a little planter with pebbles around. You know, those little glass pebbles. Yeah. And she said it was in, in her gra- her grandma's room. And it, the, the, the rooms are facing each other. The mm-hmm. door's open. She said they're sitting there and something threw the rock and it slid across the wood floor. Oh. And they got up and ran. And, that, and, that, and after they told me that, I said, and I told my lady, they're not welcome here no more. I go, they keep bringing shit over here. <laughs> I go, I'm tired of it. Oh, and so he just recently came over and, uh, you know, not, nothing has happened. You know, I, I think as you get older and you understand your, your spirit does grow yeah. mm-hmm. and, and you, come, you you just become more like, you know, we got guardian angels too, yes. I believe. Yes. And we just get bulkier. Yes. You know, we just get stronger as, as we, we grow spiritually. Yes. You know, it's, it's, I mean, you know, that's what I think. Cause yeah, nothing's happened and, and but I remember those experiences. I go, he's spending the night. And I go, I'll pay for his hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, I don't want that shit here because I experienced it so many times. I I get it. That's interesting. What about you? What was your first experience? So I don't really remember my first experience that I had when I was like younger. But I will say that my parents, when I was around the age of like six or seven, I don't know if you guys remember hearing about La, La Mano Peluda, which I was remember. like a, it was like a radio station, like completely dedicated to paranormal things yeah. and like that kind of stuff. So my parents would actually have their little sessions where they would like invite people over, have coffee and just talk paranormal things all night. And I would be on the couch just pretending i was asleep just listening to everything but weren't those like conversations you would hear oh, the best they, like, were, they were the like, best yeah. I, that, I would purposely stay because i wanted to hear everything I mean, yeah. yeah and <laughs> the thing about that was that i felt a lot of different things like i felt you know people's energies i felt when there was like a cold draft in the room but i just couldn't really see anything it wasn't until i got much older 
that I moved from Anaheim to Santa Ana, where I started experiencing certain things. Like the last time that I was on the podcast, I was talking about uh, the hat man and what happened with all that. And girl, let me tell you, (laughs) so many people have been reaching out to me like, you saw him too. You know his ass too. And I'm like, yes, I do. saw his ass. If you didn't didn't grow up seeing the hat man, do you you even have trauma? Do you have trauma? Did you have a a childhood trauma? Like, come on. Yeah. So my first experience... My first experience had something to do with that. And it was um, living at that house. And my mom was gone. She was in El Salvador for like two weeks. And my dad was fooling around. Now, this is the real tea. My dad (laughs) was fooling around with some black magic lady behind my mom's back. And she brought like a curse or something to the house. Like it was crazy. And so that whole time that my mom wasn't here, that's when we started experiencing a lot of things. So I started seeing like... Um, when I would get ready in the morning for school, the entire backyard, the entire driveway, the entire front yard, the entire streets filled with just cats. Just cats. What the fuck? Yes. Just (laughs) cats. Like a bunch of stray cats. Like I would get up and I was like walking through the house. All the windows are open. The sun is shining. And I'm like getting ready. It's suspiciously quiet. Oh, he scared me. I know he scared me. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm getting my backpack. I'm getting my stuff and I'm getting ready to go to school. And it's just cats the entire way. There's nobody outside. There's nobody like watering the grass or like getting their mail or that weird thing. Because like every morning when you go to school, there's somebody up early watering. Yeah, there has has to be be somebody outside. There has to be kids walking to school. I didn't see anybody. Not a single car. Not Not even a flasher was outside. Nothing. Just cats. Just cats all the way to school. So that was one of my first instances where I was just like, this ain't right. Like, something's <laughs> off. Like, I woke up in an alternate universe or something. Like, what? what is happening? So it wasn't just that. But also in that week, I was staying in the converted garage. Mm-hmm. So I had the sliding doors. I had, you know, just um, just a whole little room to myself. And I would hear footsteps just running across, like, back and forth, back and forth, like, left to right, running. And then the steps started getting slower and slower but still back and forth slower and slower and slower until they stopped right above my bed once it stopped right above my bed sleep paralysis complete sleep paralysis and not just that but the covers were being pulled off slowly just little by little just being pulled off and then time froze (laughs) time froze for me i was trying to scream i was trying to pray i was trying to do something and just the covers were just being pulled off so that was my first big experience how old were you have no peace i was about 15 Holy yeah, smoke. it was about 15. So it was that like year I met you. Yes. So the stuff that happened when I was little, it was just like things moving orbs, you know, but it wasn't like the boogeyman. <laughs> He's here. You know, <laughs> it wasn't anything like that. It wasn't until I, I know you older. talked about it on your last episode, the last year. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you are who you are because of what Yeah, yeah. you've seen a lot. Yes, I've seen I've seen some stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I've captured some stuff on photos. When I take photos of her, there's always something. There's orbs. There's all just kinds of stuff. Are you familiar with orbs, Steven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. about orbs. Have you caught any yourself like on, on video? On I have. I don't like taking pictures of me because I feel like it takes away from your soul. Really? A little bit. Yeah, I feel like when they take pictures of, of, of you and, and you constantly take a picture, like it's just it, it, it's snapping and it's, it's making this picture of you and you know obviously we can learn how how they make the pictures but i feel like we're living in we're living in this world where there's a veil covered over us and if we could release that veil we would see what uh, a camera really does when you're taking pictures 
Okay, the way you spoke I don't know. About, the way you spoke about that, it reminds me of remember the doll they brought in. Oh, I don't know if you were in that class. I don't. I don't the think faceless was. doll, the, For, from the, the Amish, Amish, the Amish ones. <laughs> oh, but I do know that they they don't like their picture taken. We had a teacher and I had a teacher in high school, and she went to um, Pennsylvania to the Amish country for the holidays. This lady that I stole a faceless doll from one of the girls. Stole, not borrowed, not didn't borrowed. buy. She stole, stole it. <laughs> she stole it, and she talked about how nobody there likes getting their photos taken because again they feel like you're well, taking pictures. Of how many soul. movies have we watched? You know, I don't like watching scary movies. I I, I have a limit. Yeah. Okay. I have my, my limit because I know that <laughs> opens doors. Talk scary movies. Yeah. We stop right here. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a. Uh, but how many times have you seen the movie where the picture and the picture starts turning and it starts, <gasps> yes. or the picture's haunted? Oh my goodness. You know. You know that that brings me back to a time I was in third grade. We went to the Colonial House in Anaheim. I don't know if you're familiar with. Colonial I've, House. I've never yeah. been there. It was like a Colonial House. It was like one of the first houses built. It's got a weird toilet. Like I, that's all I know. <laughs> weird <laughs> toilet. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. What kind? What kind of toilet? What well, is it? Just like the 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 drawstring from like the, oh, the, 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 the super the long one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we went to one of those Abe houses. Lincoln used it. probably most likely (laughs) but i remember taking a little what is it the the fun saver cameras oh yeah yeah the disposable cameras yes the disposable camera so i remember taking it everyone had those hell Mm -hmm. yeah we did did you really have a field trip if you didn't have exactly (laughs) locked and loaded you you take them you take them to to the get developed and you find out damn i ruined this whole thing (laughs) i wasted a lot of film yeah so i took one of those with me and i was just snapping pictures throughout this whole house just something i think it was my intuition at the time that i didn't recognize the little kid intuition yeah and just just kept telling me snap pictures of this take pictures of this and i did and then when i went and i got them developed and they came back nothing but orbs Mm -hmm. in just every single picture and i was just like what is happening here and it like it wasn't until years later that it started to click i was taking pictures of porcelain dolls i was taking pictures of like you know places beds where people used to sleep and like you know all that kind of stuff because you think oh it's just historical no people lived here people died here like that that's what you're taking pictures of i'm over here still stuck on the porcelain doll thing. yeah like oh yeah what's wrong with you i don't know <laughs> yeah but it was porcelain dolls and then inside the little colonial house they had like a little chapel in there too yes a little no, no. I, I draw the line there. He, I'm scared. What's of the not. stuff they they they, they call uh, uh, asbestos? I, asbestos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just a bunch of asbestos coming out of the camera. No, so, no. no. I, well, I have to be. I have to. You know what I mean? I got to say. Yeah. You know no. that's what it was. But I mean, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. But I, I'm trying to think like, okay, let me. I'm gonna try to You're be the to, guy. Yeah. Like, well, maybe it's asbestos because it's so old, you know? Yeah, or maybe, like, reflections from the glass. or like yeah. something. I tried putting that together myself, and I was just like, okay. it's orbs. <laughs> it's orbs. It's spirits. Yeah, um, we used to go take photos in the desert, and, you know, when you kick up dirt, it looks like a bunch of orbs, yeah. right? So we went we went camping. Who's we? I'd mm. rather not say. Oh. That's set for another podcast. That's, oh, okay. We'll talk another time about that. <laughs> All right. We went camping, and I don't know, something just said, take a picture right here, right now. Mm. Big old orb like that. Oh, wow. Damn. Big old orb. And where we used to go camping was um, down in La Jolla. And I just, we don't use our phones because we don't have any signal, but I carried it because it had a flashlight. And something just to take a picture right now. Turn on your flash and just take a picture. Big old freaking orb like that. And how? What, you, what phone did you use or what? It was a, it was like an Android phone. Oh. It was before I got an iPhone. Yeah. And you know, 
people talk shit on androids but yes. sometimes they do capture some pretty good photos oh yeah mm. and i took that photo and i didn't Those are my anybody. pictures i have i got thousands none of them have orbs <laughs> maybe i should look closely look huh? closely uh. into them. it kind of depends on the hour too because uh back at the apartment when, where i used to live i had a cat and she would get the zoomies where it, you know they start running around the yeah. room all dogs crazy. start barking yeah all kinds of stuff so she would do that every night but like at specific hours so mm. i just started recording and i was just like you know what really? let me just record her running around you remember this. i remember this and she would be chasing orbs yeah and i had no idea i was like she's just running she's just crazy she that catnip is you know good or something that crack was good i believe yeah. that crack yeah. who's got crack um, <laughs> i did yeah you, you could do it with the cat with the red light like a little yeah. baby and they'll chase it yeah so you have it on video yeah i had well i gotta go you, back in the archives oh yeah but archives yeah yeah, yeah. But just chasing something in the dark. Just, just chasing stuff in the dark. And trust it was me, just looking at your animals, like just randomly seeing things. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah it's my crazy. dogs bark. Like I know when people come in and people leave, people that don't, that don't live here or belong here, and my dog will start barking like three thirty in the morning. Uh -huh. And my lady goes, "Oh, there's someone out front." Uh -huh. Maybe you know, or someone's inside. That's why I tell myself. Yeah. But either or, I just you know. I mean, well, he stops barking after a while. But my my chihuahua passed away what two years ago. Yes. And we heard her. We heard her little paws and yeah, everything. Just a little. And then we saw a little figure just like, really? like this, just like laying there. Like it was. She was waiting for me to go inside, and it was your birthday too. Yes, it was, it was her birthday because you had a weird little card reading, your yeah. birthday reading, and we were trying to like. We're to, just trying, trying to, to decipher figure, some yeah, stuff. Just yeah. trying to decipher it. And then we're, I'm like, I hear I hear pause. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we just see a little figure by my dad's car just laying there like saying, come on, let's go. Let's go in already. Like get inside the house. Yeah. And why, why we saw it? Because there was some guy that looked completely gone, probably drunk off his ass. And I'm like, just stumbling down yeah. the street, headed our way. Yeah, and we're she, like, okay, it's and time she's to go. protecting you. Yeah, yeah. So she was just like, mm. you get in your car and you get inside. This is why I'm here to tell you to go inside. Yeah, dude, I put so many guns on fools. I've gone, dude, <laughs> in front of my house. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. And I've done so much shit. I'm like, they don't come around, and I was always scared to go over. But now they don't come around, and I wonder. If my lady's dad passed in the house. I wonder if it's him protecting the house. Probably. Because Probably. I don't have to do it no more. And, and I had to do it for a while. And maybe I proved myself to a point where, you know, her, her dad's. Because, yeah, we live in a pretty rough neighborhood. There's cars. Uh, the Cadillac converters are getting stolen. Wow. Uh, no breaking, ho breaking houses. But you got people. I mean, that's section, section eight all around, dude. Mm -hmm. And I, I've had to do some, you know, take penitentiary chances, people would say and to you clean my neighborhood <laughs> you can afford the strike yeah and so no i don't know if i could nobody <laughs> take everything from me the way i'm talking on these podcasts <laughs> uh but he i don't know man i guarding the house you know death people people passing you think they linger around or I, is there where do we go we just linger honestly i've talked to a couple of people because um like i could say i could say this honestly my uncles they weren't saints but they weren't bad people. I know where my uncles are. And I do believe they are in limbo. Like, they're just in the in-between, and that's why they stick around. And I get, I still have dreams about my uncles and my grandpa. And I know they're, they're here. Like, yeah. I've talked to her. I'm like, do you ever see things around me? And she'll tell me <laughs> how people look. Yeah. And she had asked me once, how do you see your grandpa? Like, I, I always tell her, I like to think of my grandpa if he's still around me. 
that he looks like how he was when he was younger. That's how I think. And she started telling me like, oh, did he have like a thin mustache? Did this and this? I was like, yeah. And she's like, <laughs> okay, then you're good. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's, it gets pretty interesting. It really does. <laughs> it really do. We've, we just talk about all these things about how we, we feel like there's all these spirits all around us. I think people are in limbo that they're just trying to get their way up to heaven. How, or how come people ain't in, let's just say there's different levels mm-hmm. of spirituality. We'll yes. call it that. Yeah. Right. You guys seem very tone, you know, and, 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 and got your place on this earth and your spirituality, the way you guys speak about stories like this, because let me tell you, the people I know are going, man, they're fucking crazy. But you look at, I agree with you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen some stuff too. And, and this podcast is part of me figuring things out, asking questions. Of course. You know, I can't sit there and, and, and hold back and be like, no, man, uh, you die and you go this here and, and that's it. Yeah. You know, and then people don't talk about it. People don't want to talk about it. They want to just believe what they believe. And it just what it gives them comfort. It gives them security. Like, hey, I'm going to stay on this path in my life. And and that's it. And and my brother did that. Mm -hmm. And he's gone at the age of 35 because of fucking COVID. And And I go back and I look at that and I go, man, you know how he was raised who he was and I'm gonna tell you man my brother was very you know what I mean he did not deserve to go and mm-hmm. I was just like what what am I what's going on I question a lot of things and I think that's cool that I'm we're not cool but I, I think I deserve to ask questions yes of course. and so when I do that I, I bring people on that you know a lot of my listeners not, might not you know understand or maybe they don't want to talk about it Mm-hmm. Um, but th- this is the ones where like it does mean a lot that you guys are here it's like uh, my parents recently found out that I I'm starting to do tarot reading mm-hmm. and I got asked this question why do you do it I'm like because sometimes you need answers to questions that you know you won't get an answer from your one religion or one thing yeah you, you gotta get kind of more answers mm-hmm. another way yeah it's good to keep an open mind yeah you know I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely open-minded. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, I'm, I'm trying to make sense of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I deserve. I feel like I deserve answers to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because when you focus on one thing for so long, and then all of a sudden, and I'll get it. Sudden death, sudden glory. Mm-hmm. I get it. And you just look in that that, that person's life and who he was, and I'm like, man. There, there was no no better band than my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think as far as, like, the things that we believe and how we get to heaven or everything else, it also depends on the person who passed, yeah. you know, what they believe. If, you know, let's... I, I don't want to Let's just say somebody that, that overdosed. Yeah. You like, know, fuck, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I think it just depends on their beliefs as well. I mean, if they feel like they weren't going to get anywhere, if they felt like, you know, that they were never going to make it into heaven or anything, did they repent? Did they, you know, do do what they had to do? Did they have that conversation with God? Like, I think it all just kind of depends on that as well. I, I went through so many times where I, I've overdosed on shit and I, you know, in the, in the bed, my wife, I'm going to have a fucking heart attack. Call 911. This is it. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it because I, I would always take it to the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, what? You, how many beers can you drink? How much weed can you drink? How many pills can you take? How much coke can you snort before you get to that point where you're 
you're not in your body no more. You're just you're outside looking looking down, but you can feel your heartbeat, and all of a sudden it starts going. And now what are you gonna do? You gonna sit there and die, or are you gonna sit there and and be submissive mm-hmm. and ask someone, "I need help. I, j- I fucked up. I overdosed. I fucked." I'm not. And shut up. You're just high, dude. Just calm down. Calm down. And then he calmed down, and he go fuck. That was scary. I don't want to do it again. Yeah. But then you end up fucking doing it the next week. I'm not. I, this is my past. I'm talking yeah. about yeah, obviously. No, no, no. And you're and you're searching. You know, like what's my minute? You know, you go. Oh, I did. You know, when you die, you were like, well, I beat this drug. I beat this drug. I beat this habit. You know, I did this. And when you when you die, you were like, look at I, I did all the sins. That's impossible. I came back from it and I beat it. I deserve to, you know, get walked in. I mean, what's the, what I'm getting to is what's the, what's the qualifications of getting in between heaven and hell? If that's what people believe in. I had, this is where, cause I had asked myself this. Um, uh, I had did attempt suicide. I did attempt suicide. And right as I was just there, I asked myself like, is God going to let me in? Because um, because I was just thinking right then in that moment, I'm like, I did this because my heart was broken. I'm like this. Mm. I started asking myself, like, is he is God going to forgive me for doing the big thing that we we were told as a young age? You never want to commit suicide. And I was just there questioning myself and questioning, like, is God going to let me into these gates of heaven or am I just going to go straight to hell for for that? That's what I started asking myself that that time and but at that time you weren't thinking about it mm-hmm. you were just like f this yeah i was just like i was like i'm done i'm done i'm gone i don't care but then like as i'm sitting there like i feel like how you said you felt your heart beating and everything i'm just there like with my hands open i'm like oh what did i just do what am i doing i'm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you you, you start thinking like that you start like, thinking. What would I do? I'm that such quicksand moment yeah, yeah. that quicksand mm-hmm. moment and um, and then when things went back to normal for me, I was just like, wow. Cause, um, I had said that I don't, I, I actually said, I don't want to talk to God anymore. I want to, I don't want to do any of this anymore. I'm done telling him. And look, in the moment where I thought I was like, I'm done, I'm leaving this world. It is what it is. I quit. I asked God, like, please help me. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> if I die, are you going so to let me go to heaven? You, so you're bleeding out? Uh, I actually, yeah, I was kind of bleeding out. Um, this is when I was probably a little bit younger too. No, because I know people, and I, I, I definitely don't want to get super personal mm-hmm. with the outside. Everything yeah. that's personal is gonna be in here. Yeah. But I, I know, yeah, I. That's crazy. It was actually and pills. It's, it's, it was actually pills for me. And do you understand that it's more common now, mm-hmm. especially with COVID? Yeah. Yeah. That the, the suicide rate has gone up. I think there was a video I started sending my friends. This guy jumped. He was in New York, I think November fifth, whatever. He jumped suicide, and you see his body splatter and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that that suicide rate is out of control, and, and it's definitely hit home. Where, you know, I've been through so much therapy. I've been through so much in my life. I feel like I'm at war. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like I'm at war with everything I've been through, and and I'm able to hold it together mm-hmm. because you know. Uh, this podcast is made to help people, people that are suffering, people that are, you know, just, yeah. just looking for, for answers or just want to hear real people talk. Yeah. And so 
I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. Totally no, fine. like I said, I I questioned I I questioned myself and then I gave myself my own answer at the same time. It's like, nope, I'm not doing this. I'm good. I just puked up whatever I took and I'm like, I'm not doing this. I have to be stronger than this. And mm-hmm. then I had told her about everything I had gone through and she helped me with that. Yeah. And that's when we started talking more about our spiritual awakening seeing what we oh, saw as kids okay. yeah like we all yeah this is this is how we came about learning about what we each each gift we have ourselves mm-hmm. yeah because what was interesting about that is that as close as we are now mm-hmm. there was a time where we weren't close yeah. pretty mm-hmm. much at all mm-hmm. we'd probably say hi once a year and you know birthdays and that was pretty much it <laughs> a but Merry Christmas here and there yeah it mm-hmm. wasn't until she was going through what she's she was going through I was like you know what I gotta clock in this is my time like wow. I, I gotta help you yeah you guys helped each other yeah. oh yeah for sure <laughs> dang dude yeah you guys are bad yeah oh. not bad in a bad way <laughs> yeah. but you know what I mean yeah but the thing was like even when in that year those years we weren't really close yeah. I would still be like how are you? How's this? How's life? Like, it was like a spidey sense. We could yeah. feel when something was off. So when, when she went through this giant traumatic event that she went through, I was like, this is my time. I got to show up. Like, this isn't something I could just send her a gift card for or something, you know, like, hey, you know, hope you get well. Mm-hmm. I have to be there. And I think mm-hmm. it's important that, you know, you try to be there for the people in your life like that. When you see something's going on, when you know something's happening to be there. Because sometimes we think, you know, my world is falling apart or you know i lost my job i got stung by a bee and i shit my pants all before 10 a.m like <laughs> so what is happening you know oh those days those I days know. and sometimes it's just kind of like peeling you know another layer of your spiritual awakening you know sometimes it's these things are falling apart so that other things could fall into place yeah mm. just like you had mentioned to us about you know the whole with your brother and his passing and everything about mm-hmm. how you would go 10 times harder mm. This is helping you with that, yeah. you know, in one no, weird is, yeah. little twisted way or another, it's helping you because would you really have these ambitions if, you know, uh, if your brother was still here? Or, already, I already did because, yeah. you know, as brothers, we're always competitive, Yeah, you yeah. know, secretly and, you know, subconsciously because I, I shared a room with them for 20 years. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, me giving up, he would be like, what? Yeah. What do you, you know, Who and I was like, you? yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. She, she saw me go through. Oh, through it. Through it. Through it. <laughs> through it. Just through the whole shebang. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was in a way when you were going through all that, it kind of felt like, you know, being that friend who's like holding your hair back in the bathroom when you're throwing yeah. up. That's how it felt. And I was but telling me <laughs> being on the toilet, I'm never drinking again yeah. or something. But and I'm just there. like, no, you will. You but will. it'll be for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So it definitely feels that way. She legit kidnapped me one night. She's like, I don't know. I don't care what you're doing. We're going for a drive. Yeah. I told her I had an eight in three days. She straight took me to Norm down the street from here. And yeah. she's like, you need to eat. Yeah. It was that time. It, it was, was like bad. show up or shut up kind of thing. And I think, you know, it's important that we do that for the people who we really care about. And we do that for ourselves, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it starts with spirituality. Yes, yeah. it does. It starts with Definitely. your she being. Actually took me to what are you Bacana. watching? What are you eating? Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, because, I mean, I was I was going through my own spiritual awakening already. I was already reading cards. I was already, you know, doing my stuff, doing my meditations, like really cornering myself holding myself accountable for a lot of things Mm -hmm. so when i saw her going through what she was going through i was like it's an awakening Mm -hmm. it's an awakening you think it's the end of the world but no it's your awakening let me hold your hand throughout the whole thing yeah and she straight up helped me like i said the night she kidnapped me 
she actually took me to a botanica, which yeah. is like everything. And she's like, you can use this. Um, it was Palo Santo, the first one. Yes, to get rid of negative energies rid of and energy. cl- cleanse yourself. I was so like, I don't know if I want to touch this stuff. And then yeah. she's like, it's just to clear your head, clear the energy in your own space, which is your brain. Well, you explained what the cards are, where they come from last yes. episode, right? Yeah. Explain yeah. it to the new listeners. So for the new listeners, those who are somewhat curious about what tarot cards are, what their purpose is, the difference between tarot and oracle the thing is is that these cards have basically existed since like what the 1700s yeah and you know they've been the used, history behind it yeah, yeah the history behind it and they've been used among like gypsies and like a bunch of other fortune tellers a bunch of other people who had questions about the the world and the way it works and you know how can we predict certain things and that kind of thing so it's a it's a divination tool it's not per se of like 10 years from now, how's my life going to look? And then you go exactly by what those cards have to say. There are some people who can look into all that, but we have free will. We have other things that can change that. They're just mere things that of what could. Of it's what like could reading happen. the paper every day. Yeah. Yeah. No Getting way. the news. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just a what could. Checking happen. in. What can, what could, what could be coming in for you? What is something that you need to like know? Like astrology. What about the, halt, uh, uh, what do you call horoscope? Horoscope. Yes. That's more. Is it kind of like the same? That's more math, actually. Yeah, that's more math. Yeah. Because look at I I like looking at the stars, and I have an app in my phone (laughs) where I could put, and I had the moon, uh, Saturn, Neptune. No, it wasn't Neptune. It was Jupiter. It was Saturn, Jupiter, and I think uh, Neptune aligned with the moon and then i put the phone up and it was like a big old horse oh nice capricorn you know because yeah it, it maps out the stars for you that's yeah. pretty cool so what yeah. sign are you i'm a leo you're a leo oh okay. that yeah. explains why we get along with him yeah i really do yeah explain. see people yeah the, i have somebody that i know a customer of mine i'm not gonna say any any names yeah he said he went on a he went on a date and the girl meant her horoscopes he got up and walked out oh no <sighs> Yeah, see, the, the, when you're into all this stuff, dating just becomes 10 times more difficult. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> but yeah, as far as like, you know, horoscopes, astrology, I feel that's so respected and it's mm-hmm. overlooked because, you know, we, we started off with astrology, let's say like, you know, with the newspaper or, you know, Cosmo magazine or whatever else. Your Hello you, Kitty cards. Yeah, just telling you something <laughs> stupid about like what, what you should be expecting today when it's pretty far from what horoscopes actually and then you are would try to interpret it a little bit more like oh this and this is going to happen to you okay this is why this is happening today this is why because this planet is mm-hmm. moving yeah. into this degree and it's doing this kind of thing so it's very uh there's a science behind it there's a math behind it and what's interesting is that i follow quite a few astrologers which they get confused a lot with like tarot people but it's like they're like historians though yeah they yeah. have to they have to read the old text yeah. of just like people with the old text of the Bible or history, there history was a story. There was yeah. astrologist that out there that would just map the stars. Yes, yeah. And then he would just—he's basically saying the times. Yeah. What had been going on, and it's interpreted to the you know, effects that it has on you, yeah. your life, your body. You, there's even medical oh. astrology. Yeah. You know, so all these different things that you could get a glance of, like how your life is going to look based on the stars, based on like the way that they move the planets and everything mm-hmm. else. I'm just going to start eating plants. <laughs> All podcasts. I'm just going to eat plants, dude. Like, just be plants and just be like, mm. mm-hmm. and then when I pass, dude, like, would I turn into a plant? I mean, you know, when you mean? come back, 
Like, I mean, well, you know, because people, you want to go people, here, you want to go there. You're just, there's, there's different people dungeons. People turning themselves into diamonds for after they pass. They yeah. cremate themselves and they get turned into make a me a diamond? Yeah. yeah. Who does that? Billionaires? Uh, no. Um, I follow this girl that she does this and Whoa. she makes diamonds of. Um, she made a diamond out of this lady's late husband. He's like, I just still want to be with her. Even even though I decided to cremate myself, I want her to carry me wherever she goes. And yeah. so when she passes, she's going to be wearing that ring in her coffin. So her husband's going with her. Wow. That's, that's, yeah. amor. <laughs> that's love. <laughs> that's love right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's it's it's it's. Ooh. Get turned into a diamond. Go with your wife. Go with Dude, whoever. you just cost me thousands right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, man. being a diamond. Because you cremate, you know, mm-hmm. well, spread me on the on the ashes. And mm-hmm. I wonder what's the craziest thing you can do. I, I, y'all I want to bury me in a jewelry store. What's the song? <laughs> oh, my. Uh, it's my birthday. Oh, I, bury I, me in a Gucci store. I've Two heard, chains. I've heard some. I've heard some <laughs> shits about people who've been cremated. I don't even. Oh really? I heard this guy left his last wish was um, he get cremated because I guess he was a big old cokehead. So he wanted he got cremated. He's like, put me in the finest cocaine and have my friends snort me. Oh no! And I'm just like, sir, (laughs) no. Oh no, that's extreme. That's extreme. That's extreme even for me. Oh, where do you think he went? I don't know. Yeah, that's the final question. Where, I don't know. Where do we go? Where yeah, do we what do up? we do? That's what I said. I'm just going to be a plant. I know? mean, I had told my mom, like, because when COVID first started, we didn't know what could happen. I even left the last will. I left the, Ooh, I left left the, the last will? I left the last will because I didn't know what could happen. I left her something. I left my parents something. I left everybody something. Even the ex that got me mad, I left them something. I was like, y'all going to suffer. <laughs> so I... I told my mom, my mom, if I do die, I want to be cremated. And she's like, you can tell me you want to be cremated. I ain't going to cremate you. You're going to be buried in the cemetery. That's interesting. You know, it's always taboo to bring up those subjects and like actually talk to your parents. Of like, yeah. What if one of us, yeah. you know, you never know. Yeah. But what's the plan? What's the move? And it's so weird being like the one sibling out of five siblings that I have. To be the one to have that conversation yeah. with my mom. Same I, with me. We were passing by Dodger Stadium and, you know, I cornered her. I said, hey, if I don't ask you right now, I'm never going to ask you. So I need to get this clear. I need to get this out in the air. I need to, you know, know for myself. If one of us were to pass or if you were to pass, what are the plans? What exactly do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't care how uncomfortable you might feel right now. This is something that I need to know because this is inevitable. It happens when it's your turn. It's your turn. Yeah. It could happen any second, any anytime. It could happen right now. No, I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> I got the wig. <laughs> no, but I, I did ask her, and it, it was very uncomfortable. It was very emotional, but I'm glad I got the answers that I needed. I, I even asked you. I was like, if I pass, our, can you help my mom? Can yes. you help my dad? Yeah. Because um, in the will that I wrote, I literally said, if I die, I want her to live in my parents house because i wanted her to have her own place even though it's just my room people are going to be like why the fuck is she giving her a room i mean even if you know we turned it into a studio we turned yeah. it into something yeah we turned it into <laughs> something fun yeah but i had i had told her because i i found my my will like what a year after yeah a year after covid and started. i read it to her and we both started crying yeah because it was very emotional hey covid fucked a lot of people up and not oh, just them getting sick it's 
people, you know, companies closing down restaurants. Yes. And were you guys affected with that? Is you that what we're talking anywhere. about? Anywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were affected socially, yeah. but myself personally, I actually benefited, and it was so weird dealing with oh, like the yeah, guilt you, behind yeah, yeah. all that mm-hmm. of like you know, having my business take off and having certain things, you know, accomplished for myself while all these people are dying, while all these people are sick. And that also has a lot to do with astrology mm-hmm. in some weird way. It did. I looked into it, but yeah, you know, I, I just had to work through having that guilt of like, is, is this really my time to shine? I think it's your time to shine and it's your time to believe what you're doing before this happened. Believe it and, and go and just ride it out, man. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. You when can't, it's your moment, it's yeah. your moment. Yeah. You gotta you gotta do it when yeah. it's your moment. And yeah. you don't do it for the money, you do it to survive, you yeah. do it to, to, to keep you going. It's like food, you know. For purpose, yeah. Like just just give me some food. You're not filthy rich, you're not yeah. you know, uh, Olstein or one of those those high uh, Christian people with billions of dollars driving yeah. jets. Have you guys ever seen the the show Gemstone? It's on the HBO Max. Yeah. Oh my! I have oh, never. Dude. You I, haven't watched it. No, I have. I have never met another person who has watched it. Oh, dude! I oh. laughed. It was so good. I've told you about it before. Yes, you have. Yes. And I'm just like, oh my god, we find another one. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. The he it is. What's his name? Uh, what's his name? The main character, or well, the one with curly hair? Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Uh, I started watching him on East ba- Eastbound, Down and Out, or something like that. He, and I saw that he read it. He read it. Yeah. He had wrote in it, and yep. then he was in it. He, uh, hey, people are Danny McBride, dude. He's low key, dude. He fucking delivers. funny, mm-hmm. and he 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 gets it. He's Oscar worthy, dude. Yeah, he, man. Is. he, he really is. dude. He it was like I was. It, it was like a replica. Uh-huh. Everything they talk about, every word, every scenario. Oh, dude, it was so good. And this is someone who was raised in in, in the things of God. Yeah. And like everything they went through, and it was just, you know, most people were like, "Oh my God." Yes. Turn the, their head out. That's disgusting. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you, it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It was the truth. Like, was your family really involved in the church? Like, well, my like- parents were at were were you know they what do they think they're I'm I think I'm fourth generation. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're they're second. No, no, they're. Yeah, I think they're second. My grandma, no one, first. I think they're third generation. No, no, I think they're second. But anyways, one of I just found out my cousin uh, came over to my house, and uh, we kind of reconciled. Not reconciled, but we reconnected because mm-hmm. my brothers, you know, because we all used to go to church together, together and everything. And he, he's uh, he came over to the house and he was telling me some things, but. My great grandpa was uh, murdered uh, under police custody. And I think he said that was, he, that was, would that be considered first generation? Great grandpa. Being there? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it is. I'm like trying to do the math in my head. I'm like, I think it does grounds for first generation. Yeah, so he, he was telling me uh, the history of the family. Mm-hmm. And. You know, uh, history is uh, is something I think it's real important. And do you guys feel like our history is being erased with all the social media and all this technology? Like, how do we beat it? Because, like, I love The Matrix. Yeah. 
and I believe like we're in some type of form of matrix and like now now they're talking about Elon Musk talking about Neuralink where you could just click a button and you could just be happy. That straight up reminded me of the matrix. Like the minute mm-hmm. I heard that, I'm like, I remember because as a kid, I have no idea why my parents let me watch these movies in the <laughs> first place. As a kid, when I first saw the matrix, I was like, yo, this makes a lot of sense. And now that I'm seeing that this thing is going to be coming out, I was like, what's next? They're going to put barcodes on the back of our neck? Probably. I heard this one saying, and it was, you know, it's already happening when Hollywood is making it. Like, yeah. You know, it's already, it's it, you're being shown exactly what, what's going to happen. They keep putting it in front of you so that mm-hmm. you could prepare for those changes. And then when it actually happens, you know, you're not going to be so surprised. Same thing, like, a couple years before COVID happened, like, those, like, Snapchat filters with, like, the mask yeah. and all that stuff. And look at us now. That's what we got to wear. So the way I see it is, is like, it's already being shown to us. And we just have to really look at it for what it is mm-hmm. and be ready to make those changes or opt out. And it's going to be hard to opt out, especially the way that they're pushing these vaccines, the way that they're pushing all these things. Like I mostly just got the, I didn't, I really didn't want to get the vaccine, but I got it because, you know, I'm, I'm doing my part, you know? And I got, I remember getting yeah. a lot of shit for that. And it was like, Oh, well, you know, you're, um, like you're you're gonna be a part of the system and this and uh, I was just like they already have my we are, they already have our shit like, they already have everything they sh- shit they it's already... like somebody told me it's the mark of the beast I'm like bitch there's there's so many marks <laughs> I'm of the going beast. to hell for many other different reasons <laughs> it ain't the cuss and the sin or the witchcraft it's among other things that we're going to hell yeah. for yeah so I mean uh, it is, it is what it is it at is this what point. it is at this point honestly I, like you just gotta make the best of it you know you just gotta do you just gotta do what you can but what's upsetting me is the whole you know um thing about like these apps and like cash app and like how they're really coming down on small businesses and oh, i know the scammers on instagram and all those things and it's becoming harder and harder to get out of the loop it's getting harder to get off the grid for, how are people falling for that instagram bullshit the, the scams i have no idea i think it's because they see like they got one of their friends and like the way that they talk to you mm-hmm. in in these scams it's relatable almost yeah it, it really does feel like it's a friend greeting you but you know that it's not you have to know that it's the not. way your friend I, wouldn't talk to you that way the way i know <laughs> if it's like a scammer or not is because it's the way how i agree to i'll be like yeah what up ho or something like that yes if somebody says hi to me i'll be like what up bitch what do you want like what's wrong what's what's going on with you why are you greeting yeah me why like do this? You so, yeah yeah so Oh man, we're we're going through a bunch of different topics, really. Yeah, we, we started off paranormal. We started off spooky. Then we started going into what was it? All these things. We started going. Uh, into I know. I've things. been having a few <laughs> beers. <laughs> I'm just throwing a bunch of shit out there. Yeah. Yeah. Was, we got a side. Did we get sidetracked? Oh, I think it was a good conversation. No, we we, we went through a roundabout freestyle. a few <laughs> <Freestyle>. times. Yeah, <laughs> it's a freestyle. It's yeah. a freestyle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I like those. Yes, those are those are good conversations. Are, but was it good though? Oh yeah, yeah. we're good. Yeah, yeah I'm more. I probably made more of an ass of myself than you guys did. <laughs> no. You're more structured. I'm just all over the place. But I, oh, I never okay. get a chance to talk to people like you. And I know you guys have a, a lot of information. And I'm, you know, I, I know everything you guys talk about. I, You're like, you know, oh, but I have to make sure my audience knows. Yes, we leave you thinking. Yeah, and I hope we're we're making the audience think too. I know, think for themselves. Well, yeah, you guys been through a lot. Yeah, and and you had your own. You guys have your your own awakenings. Yeah, your own your own just your own you universal beatdown. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously though, because I mean the things that we had to go through in order to get ourselves to where we are now, 
It's insane. It's crazy. It really is. Because Evelyn from three, four years ago would not be doing this. She would not. Nope. Be, she wouldn't believe in herself. She wouldn't do anything. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh no. Do you go to do you go to church or? I haven't been to church mm. since I thought I was gonna get married. Oh, I haven't been to church. I'm just like, you know, I know somebody else like that. Yeah, that's that's t- that's tough. Like, I, I I still follow some of my religion. I still believe what I believe in. Yeah. But for me to step into it, I feel church, like church is like a high school. Once you go there for so long, everyone knows your sins. Oh, look at him. Yeah, we caught him at the bar the other day. You know, it's yeah. like they too much judging. Yeah. You know what? It's a I'm, I, you know, as much as I would like to start a church where there's no judging, it would definitely just get out of hand. It would. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I'm not going to start a church. Yeah. I'll just start a podcast and keep everyone separated like a bunch this of is animals. The church. This is church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of you. Three Hail Marys right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my favorite podcasters, Joey Diaz, he had a podcast called The Church of What's Happening Now. It's it's old. It's like 10 mm-hmm. years yeah. old. But you could go back to the first episode, man. And man, he would, he, he, this was like his, it was his church. It was like talking to the priest. And man, he said a lot of shit. And uh, I seen him twice uh, uh, live in, in, in Vegas and, and Brea. Uh, he's retired. Well, not retired. I think he's going to, but he had COVID. Oh, not, no, 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 my bad. He didn't get COVID, but he's, he lived in California, moved in New Jersey, and he's just been isolated because of, you know, all the drugs and partying he did. Wow. Yeah, immune compromise and all that. But man, I seen him twice and he is dirty. Ooh. Yeah. You should hear us in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah. hear us in the car. That was my hint, like they step it up another notch. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we, we have been wanting to start our own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. were talking about that before. Yes, we were. Yeah. We were trying to come up with a name. Um, mostly I, just kind of like as an outlet and have a place to talk about all these things because you know some some people just don't want to listen to it this mm-hmm. is for the people who actually do want to listen yeah to it, i would definitely know? listen to it you guys got a lot of stories yes we do and <laughs> we could we could obviously we're still going you know yeah. but you guys have a lot of so me, me too you know yeah and i think i think it would be a good one Thank you. Yes, we're, 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 we're trying to figure it out still. We're getting the ball rolling. We did <laughs> we did a couple of pilot episodes. Mm-hmm. Those those were pretty funny on IG. Yeah. We we just go IG live and we just, you know, start talking to start rambling on about stuff. And I have had people ask me for it already. Like, when is I it? I want happening? more. I want more. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So the Newport Beach episode where that was interesting. That yes. was interesting because <laughs> you saw some shit and I wasn't paying attention. I was just like yeah. talking to everybody. And she's like, <laughs> did you see that? I'm like, see what? Oh, that's just a constant thing. Like, we'll be anywhere and I'll be like, did you just see that? That just passed. And she's like, shut up. Like, uh, I'm just trying to enjoy my fettuccine, please. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just a daily, like it's just an occurrence. I know. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm taking it for granted when I <laughs> fucking start rambling on. People go, "Oh, you talk way too much," but it's, I'm relating to you guys. Yeah. I'm having a good time. I'm yeah. excited. Yes. If I'm talking a lot, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. and we need that too. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we need that too because you know uh, I could sit here and just ramble on for hours. I feel, I really do feel like when I talk, I make no sense. <laughs> but yet I no, understand you. Do. you. No, I understand you. I understand you, you completely. <laughs> But then again, we are the crazy pack. We're our crazy. Yes, that's. Mm-hmm. But that's. Hey, we're crazy it. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Two fire signs and a water sign. Steam. Steam. Big steam. Mm-hmm. We're gonna just gonna we're gonna just gonna uh, obliviate and transfer to another galaxy right now. Please. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> no, hey, hey, I'm the only one drinking here. I, I, I it was my day off. Oh, not my day off. I worked and then 
I get to uh, rest in tomorrow. So yeah, I'm gonna have a f- few beers. But For these sure. girls here, they they sober. They're fucking. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're they're killing it. This is a sober. This is sober talk. Imagine <laughs> yeah. drunk talk. Imagine crossfaded talk. Oh yeah. If I could even talk, I freeze. <laughs> I just freeze completely. I just yell. I have the entire conversation in my head, and I just want you guys to tune in with me without me having to say anything. Well, the first time we went to Mission, we got crossfaded. Yeah. Oh, and crossfit, shout yeah. out to Mission Bar. Yeah, Mission, Mission Bar. It's beautiful. It's a vibe. Hey, that place is like fucking so, it's smaller than my studio. This but is the walkway. It's a vibe, but it's, it's a, a vibe. vibe in there. It's such a vibe. Yeah, I did walk, yeah. I did walk in the other day. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll go walk around. I never come here at night. I guess at night it's cracking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sunday mornings, you know, I've, I've gone hang out Chato's after a podcast, have a few beers. We've been wanting, I've been wanting to go to Chato's. It's expensive. 20 yeah. bucks a beer. Go to Hector's. They'll take take oh, 20 in. No. And, and your dude. kidney. Yeah, yeah and a kidney. <laughs> we went one time with you and my cousin, and his buddy came, and we went after. I haven't seen my cousin in years. And we went, we bought uh, shots of... Uh, what is it? The uh, seventeen ninety two or seventeen? Yeah, seventeen forty two. Yeah, so nineteen forty two. Nineteen forty two. One yeah. of those. One uh, of those years. One yeah, of those, one of those years. numbers. What a party! <laughs> <laughs> so it uh, it ended up being like fifty bucks a shot. Oh, wow. yeah, That's why dude, the bill's like four hundred bucks. This That's is why you pregame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is why I don't go to Hector. Well, I don't go to Hector's for two reasons. One, because I don't like Jenny sixty nine. Shout big- out to Hector's, by the way. <laughs> We're just completely just shout everybody <laughs> out local. Hey, these guys, these girls over here, they know everybody around here. I All don't the care. local. I these don't are San. Uh, how do you say Sanatanias? San- oh, Santaneras. Yes. Santaneras over here. No, okay. I will say it because like I've been to Hector's a couple of times. I've had some shitty ass service. I'm I'm being honest here, you guys. Yes. I've had some shitty ass service. The waitresses have mad dogged me and my sisters, mm-hmm. and then they let Jenny sixty nine up in that bitch. I'm like, nope, who? we're done. Jenny sixty nine. You have she heard- can't. No, I know who she okay, is. Okay. My audience does it. <laughs> that bitch came. She, oh, she's a fake. She's trying to be like a six nine, uh, guy, and she's like fakes. Like she's, she sucks, and she's just trying to ride the wave, and and try to just get as much ride, publicity. She's trying to ride that corrido wave, and she, she. I'm sorry, but homegirl cannot make it as a corrido, like a corrido star. Like no, like my dear girl, no, you could. And she was here at Hector's. She's been at Hector's here, and she's. I'm like, girl. Hey, who likes know. her, guys or girls? Guys, because of the fake boobs. I, I really don't know. <laughs> I just see, I just see the memes. That, that's yeah, that's all you know. That's my input. No, I, I used to, I memes. used to like her, but it wasn't until that I saw some things that she had posted because of her son and everything. And then this corrido came out. I'm like, no. And there was this comment that I read that said, um, "Este corrido me tomó la vida." which means that's how bad it was i was just like no and she comes here she comes to hector's she's local or what no she lives in riverside Uh, oh yeah that's right she's from riverside I mean, bless her heart, right? No. <laughs> like, no. Bless her heart. <laughs> bless yeah. her heart. Whatever oh, here, like, no. <laughs> whatever gets her to where she needs to be. Let's, uh, you know. That's, no. Uh, I'm just like, She's no. going to be a worm next life. <laughs> that's, no, well. <laughs> no, well, I'm going to be a plant. What's worse, be a plant or a worm? At least a worm you can squiggle. I, I always think of that one joke. If an atheist dies, he comes back of toilet paper. a tree. Do they turn him into a Bible when they cut him down? 
Oh, have you ever heard that? No. I oh, but Jesus, what? Okay, if an atheist dies and he comes back as a tree, wouldn't it be funny if they cut him down and turn him into a Bible? Oh, that'd be a cosmic joke right there. That would be. Yeah. And then we got this Church of Scientology down the street. Yes, we do. You guys, what are, what are your right thoughts? Here, on, the yeah, corner. What are your thoughts? Scientology? Scientology. Well, I know one of the greatest actors in the world is one of the head honchos, uh, Tom Cruise. Yes. And Cringe. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, dude, Cringe. great actor. Top Gun Two, I've been waiting. It was supposed to come out, but COVID hit. So, uh, where they have have they been this whole pandemic? I'm gonna you be know, controversial. Uh, I stopped liking Tom Cruise after War of the Worlds. I like him. Also, yeah, look at I. I could never. I'll get watch him as an actor, but like I he's real key on what he. I don't know. I seen him videos of him yelling at people. You don't wear your fucking mask. Put that shit around that. Do you see that video? I, He's yeah, all fucking I screaming. I think what did it for me was um, I did see the Mission Impossible movies, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, bro, the first two were fine. It's just after the third one, I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to stop. Like, you can't. No more. You're done. That's, uh, yeah, he, he's good at action, you know, yelling, keeping it basic, and just, just straight, simply, you know, knowing. No, he's got old movies, too, though. I don't know. What was that one? Um, Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut or something like that. I didn't watch that one. That, Ooh, was that one's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> like, what do you think about Tom Cruise? I don't. I don't. I don't think about Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really have just. I I don't have opinions on the dude. And like, I mean, do you like after, movies though? I do. Yeah, okay. I do like movies. It's just the whole thing, like with the whole. Church of Scientology. Like, I went down that rabbit hole, and I am not the same. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Did they do the test on you where you got to hold it and it does your energy levels? No, I'm good. (laughs) What is... But... I don't know too much about Scientology. Yeah. I I really... I've I've seen videos. I know that if you take pictures in front of the Church of Scientology in LA, they tell you to delete it. Yeah, they tell you to delete it, and they tell you to leave, like, even if you're just on the curb or anything. Who's part of the Scientology? Oh, I know the... The history, or not the history. No, you know what? I don't. I couldn't repeat the history of it, but I know Scientology is uh, it's real secretive. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. And there are a lot of people in Hollywood that are that are in Scientology. Yeah. Well, what was the name of that actress? Leah something? Leah Remini? Yeah. Leah yeah, Remini. she, she, she got out it. and... She oh, yeah, like, yeah. She has a, a, her own podcast, yeah. uh, TV shows. Yeah, Escaping Scientology yeah. kind of thing. I was just like, wow. Yeah, I've, I've seen a few documentaries, and it's actually pretty scary because they do target, like, kids, like, mm-hmm. college kids and all that kind of stuff. And um, I think it's... In L.A., if not L.A., then it's probably New York. But they actually have, like, businesses near college campuses where they try to draw in these people. Just and look, they, look at the placement here. Yeah. It's near it's, all these clubs or these bars and whatever. By the around. courthouse and, yeah. like, all this kind of stuff. So it's stuff We should like go that. on an investigation, all three of us. Oh. <laughs> into Scientology and see what happens. We'll report back to the podcast. Yeah. I, I, I'd be down for that. I kind of be, be down, down to take that one test. I'm trained in some deadly skills. I'm like, what's that guy from uh, Taken? Oh, Liam Nielsen. Yeah, Nielsen. I don't know who you know I am, but I got f- skills that you don't want to see. <laughs> I'm kind of like that guy. I, I guess. Like, the I mean, the scientist. <laughs> good luck. Oh yeah, <laughs> good luck. They're gonna look at me and say, "There's no luck. Get out." They only let me in the front door, probably. Yeah, people. Ju- well, because I got tattoos, and they, they people look at me and they think I'm this big old bear. 
you know, and, and my tattoos are, 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 are something that things I've been through in my life or something that represent me. And I think if you're going to get that type of work to be that person. Yeah. So do you feel like you have like kind of like a spiritual connection with like your tattoos or? Well, if you got tattoos in my religion, you're going straight to hell already. Yeah. So well, that, yeah. I, I'm Most already I'm, yeah, I'm already on my way to hell then. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. My uh, my former co-worker um, when I worked in Irvine, she had um, a tattoo on her leg and she's like, I'm Jewish. And they already told me you're not going to be buried in a Jewish cemetery because of your tattoo on your leg. Yeah, I was like, dude. I mean, my first tattoo, well, one of them says no religion, Mm -hmm. Uh and the other one says faith. Yeah. Basic, you know, structure. Mm -hmm. You know, I was brought up, and I felt that it's a religion. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe that in this life, there's having that faith, having, having that love. And, and there, there, yeah, there is one God. But for all the religions to argue and say, this is the way, this is the way, this is the way, I think that's way too much. Sounding like the Mandalorian up in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> you know, and, and so I don't have a way, but I do know ways, and I think they're all uh, admirable. I think they're all honorable. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, I wouldn't hate someone that's uh, a Muslim or, uh, you know, a Catholic, a Christian, a Jehovah. Mormon, mm-hmm. you know, the, the when you think about the roots and not the roots, but just the basis of what they believe in. Number one thing I, I love is and respect is I know a lot of those people in those religions. And the first thing we get, everybody is respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no talking down. I'm going to argue you and tell you my religion's better. I mean, that's how wars start. Yeah. But you got the basis, you know, love thy neighbor. That's you know? the one that's always stuck with me. That's always the one that's stuck with me. Love thy neighbor. Because I I grew up seeing people being treat, mistreated left and right. And then there's me, which is my, my parents are very proud of this, that I've never been one to judge anybody. I welcome everybody, whoever needs to, a shoulder to cry on, needs this and this. I've never turned down anybody. She, she can even vouch for yeah. me because... There's people that have come in my life that I welcome them with open arms. I have this and this, and they completely flip on me. But I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. I, I helped you when you needed to help, and there it is. And sure, it hurts, but it's that whole love thy neighbor. And for me, that's that's the one commandment I've always followed. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, it's the... I, w- I was raised to, if you weren't Christian and you weren't saved... Or, or feel with the Holy Spirit, I could not conversate with you. That's how extreme that was for you? Yeah. Wow. wow. That's interesting. My parents have changed. Yeah. Obviously, but you got to understand, they grew up in a, you know, a, a gang environment and, and doing penitentiary chances, I could say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, no details. They'd probably be pissed if I, I'm, I'm stepping on eggshells because <laughs> I don't want to disrespect my parents either. No, I course. think they've done a great job of, of raising me and, and my, my brother and sister. But when you look at the history and, and you look at how everything's going and then how, what I'm going through and I'm just talking about experience and, yeah. and, and this is my personal, you know, if you, you don't believe in whatever I talk about, then that, that's fine. But you know, I'm able to have be friends with you guys. When I was six, seven years old, we wouldn't be able to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, and um, I could have been that. I could have. I could continue to do that yeah. and, and and be 
I don't know. I had friends that grew up with the same thing, too. Like, their parents are like, oh, they're Catholic. No, you can't be friends with them. I'm like, that's weird. We're just, we're kids. Yeah. We're just kids. Like, yeah. What are, we don't know nothing fully about our religion. We just know we're, we want to be friends with this person because this person's nice. Yeah. And their parents would be like, you need to stop talking to my kid. You guys can't be friends because you're not of our mm-hmm. religion. And mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It was the religious segregation for me. Yeah, kid. yeah, it was tough. That's crazy. So you grew up in a in a Christian household. Mm-hmm. You grew up in a Catholic household, mm-hmm. and it's funny because for myself, I never actually had parents who were super strict on something. I it, the way I see it is that we just kind of change religions like every season. Mm-hmm. My parents were like kind of open minded in the way where you know we're gonna try for this year we're we're gonna try the Jehovah Witness faith, mm-hmm. and then the next year we're gonna try Catholicism, and then mm-hmm. the next year after that we're gonna try Christianity. And instead of helping me, it just made me a lot more confused. So I could see their intention and what they were Mm -hmm. trying to do. Exactly. You know, I definitely see it. Mm -hmm. But now as an adult, back then, it just felt really confusing because it was like, well, well, am I going to hell or am I not? Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've seen people go through what you went through. Yeah. Um, my ex-brother-in-law, his family went through that whole thing and my sister went through that whole thing because they had that Christian year. Yes. And my sister went like balls deep into that religion and I'm just like, whoa. And like, it's, we go to church, we go to this, we go to that. She carried a Bible, she this and this. And I'm like, sister, you, you're, you you grew up Catholic. You You have your your sacraments. sacraments. And now you're like, you, you went this route. Yeah because her husband went down that route yeah i just i think i don't know like I, you know like we were saying like very respectful to other people and their yes. religions whatever mm-hmm. they believe in as long as it's authentic to them and it mm-hmm. makes them feel good and it makes them a productive person and just being there for other people being a good person overall yeah. believe what you want you know but definitely not about like judging others or Mm-mm. anything like that so with yeah. with dating oh. <laughs> with dating that's where it gets really interesting because me personally i've been trying to you know go on the apps and like trying to meet people and stuff and mm-hmm. i'm very straightforward with what i have on my dating profiles which is i have a brujeria business mm-hmm. <laughs> i m- my beliefs may be different from yours i'm still a respectful person I want to see who I could find on here and have something serious, something committed. And like, I've had people who are just so weird. They'll swipe right on me. Like they'll want to match with me and everything, but they'll still be like, so you wouldn't convert for me. And I'm just like, it's, no, ugh. I would not. Oh, it's a, that's their turn on. That, yeah. You know it's I mean? like trying to get you to convert. Uh, to I what get they you got convert. Well, look yeah. at my, my lady was, she wasn't like how I was full, full blooded, full in on it. And I remember I cried to her one night. And these are some real personal stories. Yeah, of course. And I told her my parents said I, I can't date you unless you, and, and you know unless you're saved mm-hmm. and born again and all that. And and she cried. We had a crying moment. and She did. This was a long time ago. This yeah. was when I was like 15. Yeah. And I and I still think about that today. Is because yeah, I did. And and now I think like did I do the right thing? You know did I you know put her in the right position? for her soul because you think about it when people say i'm going to commit to the religion you're basically committing your soul yeah you know to something like that and you think about it you know 25 27 years later you know did i find the right religion yeah but as i've gone older and i was like i don't think there's no religions i think there's there there might be one but i think there's many towards that one yes 
I mean, when I was going to catechism, I literally told my mom, like, Mom, I don't believe in this religion, but I do believe in God. I told, I straight up told my mom that. Mm-hmm. And my mom, of course, I was young. I was not even 19, 18 or anything. I told my mom straight up, my mom, I don't believe in this religion. I, I believe in God, but don't believe this religion. And she got scared. When any parent would get scared when they hear their teenager talking like that because yeah. they think they're being influenced by something. I was like, no, mom, this is straight coming from me, coming from my heart. I believe in God, but I don't believe in this religion. But I I, I, I actually did it for my mom, which is funny to say because I went through the whole religion thing for my parents mm-hmm. because that's what they grew up with. That's why I have my sacraments. But yet, like my mom said, you have your sacraments, but you read tarot cards. Yeah, you know, it happens. Sometimes you you drift into other things, kind of like what happened with your sister that she had. She's the all star of the podcast. She's talking to Les. We're just opening up to you, huh? Yeah, yeah. She's got a whole reading on me. (laughs) But yeah, just kind of like what happened with your sister. You know, she had her year where she explored the religion. She figured out whether whether it was for her or not. I think that you know, I mean, me personally, I don't think that there's any just one religion that you know you want to stick with for your entire no. life you kind of explore different things you explore different ways to worship you you explore different ways to connect with the source and connect with this higher power for everyone it's someone different you know yeah. and i don't think that like there's you know you don't get curious you know you definitely get curious Everybody about gets curious, especially what's really like out being there. a lesbian or being gay yeah kind of exactly <laughs> you know i think it starts off with like that little seed of like well what would really happen if you know i stopped going to church you know and you start pushing those boundaries a little bit you start you start to learn to think for yourself mm-hmm. um there was a time where we had lived in bakersfield and we moved out there mm-hmm. my uncle was a pastor of the church Whoa. and then his wife was you know his right hand and then her sister was also in the church and my cousins were a part of the band mm-hmm. for the church mm-hmm. and then i had a girl cousin who was in the kitchen and i was just like Oh, y'all brought me in the middle in these cornfields with, you know, the this, children of the corn, literally. literally. And oh, it was, they were all, what were they doing? They were all just in the church. incest? Oh, no. Oh, bro. Where <laughs> are you? getting too deep. I, I got stories. I'll probably save it for next podcast. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. But uh-huh. everyone was involved, heavily involved in the church, like yeah. from birth. Like they were, they've been, you know, running the show for a long time. And here I am coming from the city, mm-hmm. a city child who's heavily into like heavy metal punk rock all these things instantly they looked at me they're like that's an abomination yeah like what is happening so Mm -hmm. they cornered my mom and they tried to get her back into the christian faith and like try to straighten me out and try to get me to be a child of god and like all these other things it was just very forced and i couldn't do it no i was very honest with them i said listen i'll help you guys in the kitchen i'll help you guys take out the trash i'll help i'll clean the bathrooms but don't force me to sit there and listen and you know try to be a part of something like that when i don't understand Mm -hmm. because again of the way that i grew up and it was a a lot of different religions a lot of different beliefs. what's the percentage of that being uh, mentally and spiritually when you get to that point what do you mean like the realm that they were in Uh right they had their own realm and they saw you and whether they're they wanted to help you which i believe they wanted to help you yeah but at one point to because they don't like, realize it already uh-huh. they don't realize it that they think that's the way and they're their hearts skipping a beat like this i, I is, this is the way hey i love be. you i don't want you to go to hell yeah. and they throw that at one point is it 
more spirituality compared to just what you were raised and me- your mental part. You know what? Because yeah, that's not the way. I mean, yeah. I was, we could look at that and go, uh, but yeah. still in the back of our mind, it is something's not adding up. You know, um, I think with them it was for for them. I really think it was more about their ego mm-hmm. than it was about actually getting Helping. me to believe in something. About actually getting me to. So they looked at you and said they're better and they're, and they're going to yeah. try they to demise you. They said, oh, look, our next project. Yes. There we go. Yeah. that's. I feel that's the way they saw it. And they saw it as like, hey, she's young. She could bring in more people. She could bring in mm-hmm. more younger kids who are going to be a part of all this. Dude, that's and- how my podcast is. <laughs> Not just kidding. I'm going to take a piss. I'll be back. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty much how I felt when I was going to Christian church because they, they, they would go Monday, Wednesday. They would have their band practice or whatever, and then they'd go Sunday. So it was just, you're there every other day. You could leave a piece of gum on the ground and it'd be there when you get back. <laughs> it was, it's what, it's the minute you said about the band stuff. I'm just like, nope. Yeah, because they were, they were trying to be like, you know what? You're going to bring in other people who are kind of like you. We need to get more people into the church and all this kind of stuff. And I just, I couldn't do it because it just wasn't sitting right with me to be there when I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm listening to. I don't know what I'm, what I'm essentially you, worshiping or you anything You don't understand like anything. I didn't understand you understand anything. it, which was it, it was i mean part of that has to do with my adhd right but at the same time it was you said adhd you didn't say idiot hd right adhd okay i heard idiot i was like don't call yourself an idiot no no at least not on live anyway <laughs> no um i mean i just remember also like because i used to hang out with this one girl yeah and her family was dead ass trying to convert me Oh. like willingly and forcefully trying to convert me and i would tell them yeah i i i'm sorry i i'm just here to be i am fresh. a proud catholic girl please. yes <laughs> i am a proud catholic girl and <laughs> please don't don't try to convert me yes. into something and they did ask kick me out of their house yeah without hesitation it'd like, be like that it'd like, be like the that. dad the dads looked me dead in the eyes and said you never talk to my kid again you uh-huh. get your heathen ways out of my house oh no See, oh that's too much that's too much for yeah me. yeah, that's yeah. Too much. Uh, I've seen that before. All because I didn't want to convert into Christianity just to be friends with their kid. Yeah. I'm like, no, dude. Yeah, we had, like, growing up, we had a lot of different people coming over to the house, and they're just like, join us. Like, come with us. Like, Mm -hmm. why why are you guys exploring your options? Like, you already know where you're, you know, what we're reading and all this other stuff. Like, we had uh, this lady come over to the house. She was a part of the Jehovah Witness faith, and she would come over, and she was so, like, just friendly. Like, she was so charismatic. She'd bring, like, all these, like, interesting books and stuff. Like, when I was, like, eight. So anything that has, like, color, anything that's illustrated, oh, yeah. it's going to get my attention. And they were just slowly trying to imprint on me mm-hmm. to get through to my parents. So we're going to get the kid first, and the kid's going to bring well, the yeah, parents. Well, yeah, the kid is easy right now because yeah. bra- our brains, when we were kids, were like sponges. Yeah, and just a lot of that just had a big effect on me. I really didn't know who I was spiritually until all this started happening, but I do remember that at 13, 14, I, I looked my mom square in the eye, and I said, I'm not Catholic. You could put me through all these sacraments that you want. You can make me do the whole shebang, but we know between us, I don't believe in this stuff. And she was so personally attacked. 
<laughs> any mother that will hear you say that you don't want to be part like especially if you're a catholic yeah and you tell your mother you don't want to be part of the catholic yeah. church you don't want to do anything catholic you're practically disowned so you guys ain't part of the catholic church uh i'm still am because out of respect for my out of parents respect. for okay, my parents respect. But, no, no. <laughs> even though, even though I told her, you to. would go, you would go into the Catholic Church. Like for example, me, I'm not, I'm Christian or whatever I want to label myself as. But I've been in, in weddings where it was a Catholic wedding. Yeah. And I was, you know, the best man, or I was part of the wedding, and I'm fine with it. I'll go in and get on my knees, and I mean, it's it's something like because my it's, family it, was kind of. Yeah. Both sides. I, I mean, I, we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, I know she's going to be the godmother to my kids. She's. Oh. And I'll do. When's that going to happen? I don't know. Got to find the daddy first. Yeah. Got to oh. find the daddy first. <laughs> and I told her, I'm like, I do want you to be there when I baptize my kids. I want you to be my kids as godmother because that's asking a lot out of her because her religious like it's not a religious background it's like religious things that she's gone through her beliefs that's asking a lot of her do you claim any type of uh belief or what do you what do you call yourself or what would you call it i call myself (laughs) open-minded 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 yeah Yeah. that's what they said to the people people said in college yes Mm -hmm. yeah did you go to college uh no no well i went to sac for like a semester but then i found out it wasn't for me and i stopped going I want to be open minded. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't do that. Yeah, I, I just consider myself to be open minded. I mean, I have no issues going to a church. No, my bad. I meant open. Like I, I don't mean open minded. I meant open like. Like if someone is someone, you know, like. Let's just go with open minded. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's just go with open minded. Yeah, so, I don't want to get too complex. Over <laughs> so, I mean, I have no issues going to a church with someone. You know, someone invites me to church. I'll go with them. But the minute y'all start cornering me, I'm just going to. You're just going to throw yourself yeah. on the ground. <laughs> I'm just going to leave. You know, I when I when I start feeling pressured, when I start feeling like a certain way, I'm just going to go. Because, you know, with the whole way that I grew up, yeah. I've heard these things before. And I'm not interested. If I was, I would be a part of it. I'm not. So I'd rather You'd be just, the cult leader. Yeah. I'm authentic to myself. Yes. And it's funny because <laughs> when I was in when I was in my senior year, we had to do like this like 13 page paper of like mm-hmm. a group of people who are misunderstood. I chose uh, the satanic religion. <laughs> mm. I chose the, the Satanist, the satanic Bible, the Anton LaVey faith. <sighs> kind of thing and the teacher that i gave it to is this british lady she was so terrified to hold on to this paper she was just like why should i read this i said because this why was not? the assignment mm-hmm. first of all second i'm trying to pass i'm trying to graduate and i did pass i passed with flying colors but it was interesting the whole reading the satanic bible and who it's dedicated to and everything it was just so crazy like the satanic bible is dedicated to marilyn monroe what do you guys think we are <laughs> in today's society what do you mean? With with everything that's been going on, I know that there's supposedly a spiritual awakening, but we also have that connection where we're, we're one step closer to they call the beast, what we call going into uh, the digital age, you know, where we could plug in into the internet at any moment. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're, it's around the corner. Uh, we, we got spaceships that are able to land themselves now. What... Everything we've learned and what, what we see, I like to, you know, look at the future. I look towards the future. What what can I expect? What can we do? Because eventually there, there's, there has to come an end. 
You know, I don't believe it is, but I, I believe we're heading to an, another uh, part in the universe besides, mm-hmm. you know, they call it the Great Awakening. Yeah. And I forgot what the other one is, but there, there's different uh, scenarios that are that are going on. Yeah. What, what do you think's next? What can we expect? What can people do? It's just, okay, so for, I think probably since around the time that COVID started was when we started having the spiritual warfare. I thought 20 and 21, uh, it was my year. I was like, those are my numbers. Yeah. Here's I was number thing. 21 um, in high school. When we when I first came onto the podcast, it was the beginning of the age of Aquarius. Yes. I remember. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we had talked about that. Yeah. yeah. And Aquarius is the sign of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. It's the sign of humanity. And it's that's the sign what I got. Like humanitarian type of stuff, humanitarian type of work. And if you look at the history, um, every time there's been an age of Aquarius. There's a massive mm-hmm. shift. Yeah. A big But it's shift. all for the better. I mean, it just depends on how you really look at it. You know, like... I think spirituality and all the things that, you know, I practice and everything else, it's so accessible to kids now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, we, we have these 14 year olds, 13 year olds running around knowing about tarot cards, knowing about crystals and all this stuff that was like so taboo when we were at that mm. age. We had to hide it. We, we had to hide it. We couldn't be, we but could, if you were caught seeing it, it was like immediately they took you to the church. Yeah. It was, it was just, uh, you know, just depending on how you grew up. Yeah. No, my but kids was, were doing yoga. I've done yoga. I yeah. love yoga. And one of my kids, I, I taught him, mm-hmm. you know, the position and to med- relax, meditate. Cause there was always active and it was yeah. my type of therapy. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving them pills and ADHD and this, <laughs> and I says, Hey man, you got to learn how to calm, meditate. Yeah. And, uh, he did it in front of someone. Okay. Yes. I won't say who it was. And they said, stop doing that. You're no. praying to the devil. And I was like, so, is it, so the, it's like, I was like, doing the summoning the devil too apparently yeah Yeah, i just think that we're all moving to collective consciousness Mm -hmm. and there you go personally i think it's beautiful i think you know we're slowly moving into something that is more organic even though it's going to be harder to get you know because everything's overpriced and all this other stuff but we're moving to a state where it's like they're pushing us into that state yeah but we can have all the benefits from modernity which is technology all these things while now connecting to a new age of spirituality mm-hmm. now connecting mm-hmm. to like new beliefs and everyone's a little bit more open-minded now and skeptical skeptical uh, yeah. did i say it right skeptical yeah. yeah i i personally i i'm i'm having fun i'm having a you're blast. having a great like time it. no you are yes. you make sense though <laughs> yeah because to me i mean i don't know about my audience they're gonna be like what the hell's going on yeah. but this is an episode that i want people to understand like where i've been what i'm going through and, yeah. and, and what i know yeah and you you guys are uh you're you're beautiful <laughs> it's, it's it's refreshing to have you guys here thank you Thanks. well you know have us back more. yeah <laughs> i know we're gonna start our own church Shoot. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna bleed you dry yeah nah, just kidding <laughs> so what do you guys so what do you guys got going on this week what's what's up for the holidays what can we expect you what are you gonna do uh what are you doing for the holidays I got we my, gotta have some type of i got the family coming over of course my two sisters from out of state make it come. tamales hell yeah, mm. <laughs> hell yeah. You, you, come on is, is it the holiday is it a, a hispanic holiday if there's any tamales that's true or some pozole or menudo something. or yeah. some some what can somebody do if they're you know, like, for example, I just lost my brother. So it's, yes. it's going to be our first, my first holiday. I know people that have gone through a lot. They, they've gone through a few holidays. Mm-hmm. 
for somebody out there that that's going through something like this, you know, I could give them my advice how I would heal if them if they want to look towards you know, you know, obviously look towards God and stuff like that. What else can they do? Include them, yeah. Include them as Include if they're still them. here. Yeah. yeah, I think you know, um, it's important to always just include your ancestors or whoever you have on the other side in everything that you do. And this is something that has been coming up in my readings for a very long time. Which I feel like now this is leading up to this, and maybe this is why the message has been coming along. Mm-hmm. But it's we often ask the opinions of other people before we ask the opinions of the people who could actually help us, which is the people on the other side. People here, you could ask somebody, should I cut my hair? Should I do this? Should I do that with the podcast? Should I do this or that? Whatever. They're never, I mean, they're going to help you, but they're never actually going to tell you what you need to hear or help you in ways that is out of your way, doing things that you can't do for yourself. So when I hear a rapper that, that's, that hits hard, yeah, right? And he just, he just, he just hits it. And then you you hear that that they worship the devil, they do some type of ritual, uh-huh. and they bring back their ancestors, yeah. you know, to give them something that hits. Because they'll yes. they'll say shit. I'm like, what? Yeah, he was yeah. in the studio with his dad. The, yeah. You know all the, and I go, man, I go, that that's crazy. Like yeah. he opened doors to get because the lyrics they say would hit, would smack. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're delivering truth, like they're delivering those messages. Because they, they say, yeah, it's it's the, the 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 music industry is the devil. They open up doors, but yeah, I'm sure they're they're opening up evil doors too to influence and and do things like that. But when you have someone that's been through stuff like uh, like J Cole, yeah, you know, like he speaks some he speaks some wisdom. I go, man, he's like he was like 19 years old spitting game. I go, man, he sounds like he's like a 35 yeah. year old. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's what and he's not doing it on purpose. He's not in the studio praying like some of the other guys do. Yeah. Uh, he just has that talent, and he was able to focus on that 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 energy. Yes. That channel. He yeah. was able to focus that channel, and I think every single one of us are on a certain channel yes. we just have to find you know we, you could hear some and it's, yeah and then you turn it a little bit and you can hear them a little bit more because if you, you really it. think about it there's a j cole song for everybody mm-hmm. if you really think about it there's a really there's a j. exactly song. yeah i think it's because you know the art that they have as musicians is timeless mm-hmm. and it, you know you could relate to an artist who's from here now or even Frank Sinatra, who's on the wall, you know, you could relate. One of my favorites, Holidays. You could relate to somebody somehow from one decade, from another decade. And that's why, you know, music is so important and music is so powerful because we're all tuning into a certain channel, like you said, Mm. but it's also a vibration. It's a state of being. It's a state of energy. It's a state of wanting to help heal yourself listening to something sad yeah. or help yourself listening to something motivating. I mean, I look it's at, a, it's I look energy. At, I look at music as like three to four minute manifestations. Yeah. That's why I look at them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because you know, you could choose if you're going to listen to something violent, something that's going to piss you off something and, and mm-hmm. you're going to motivate yourself through anger. Or if you're going to motivate yourself by listening to something that genuinely makes you happy, you know? So it just, we're just everywhere and now we're in this collective state of consciousness Mm -hmm. where people are becoming more familiar with vibrations and channels and different things that now we we can get to where we want to be 
and we are manifesting and we're bringing so many things to reality so many young people tom holland for example he said in 10 years i'm going to be working with jake gyllenhaal in i'm going to be doing this in such amount of time i'm I'm going to be spider-man i'm going to be spider-man and he went out and he did it yeah and it's because of this collective consciousness that we're in where people are now tuning in and they're fixing that and being like that's where i want to get so i'm gonna i'm gonna get there yeah and it happens yeah but yeah i i agree but how many people want would want that position you know if i have a friend that's uh 300 pounds (laughs) and he tries to manifest i'm gonna be the next spider-man he could Uh, you could yeah you could it's me i'm right you can't like speaking speaking to the universe that you want all these things you want to manifest all these things but behind the manifestation is also the work yeah having to do the work you have to do the work no matter what yeah but i think at one point you still have to have the looks and have the the physique too though i think that has to do a big part too Mm -hmm. but as far as him you know thinking about it and doing it i I agree yeah you know if you're cut out for you know, if you're going to be the next Spider-Man or not, you know, I think that has a lot to do with like the other people and how they see you. It's very subjective. Yeah. You know, mm. looks and, and all these other things are very subjective, but energy yeah. doesn't lie. Energy doesn't lie. Yeah. What are you guys going to manifest yourselves into? Oh, I want, I'm going to have, and it is happening because I am saying it's going to happen. <laughs> and I'm putting mm-hmm. that intention out there. I want a celebrity client. I want, and it's going to happen, that I want my own shop. Yes. I want my own little botanica, my own little crystal shop and all those things. I want my business to make six figures. I want to diversify my business, my brand, into different fountains of income. I want to work smarter, not harder. And just be able to have the amount of wealth necessary to provide for my family, even the ones that don't want to talk to me. <laughs> Be able to do that for those people and put that money back into the community. That's where I'm at. That's where she's at. Hey, when I see your pose, I, I believe it. Thank I you. see it. I read it. I believe it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, when people ask you, <laughs> can I get a tattoo? Uh, yeah, how do you deal with something like that? Because I know you sent a post out there and I was like, yeah. oh, man, she just threw negative energy at me. <laughs> and I was like, did I ever ask her to do me a tattoo? And I was like, man, I was like, you, yeah, I felt bad. Like people were still in you after three years. Yeah, after three years. Well, for the people who don't know, I used to tattoo. I wasn't very good. Let's be honest. I wasn't very good. (laughs) I was a self-made tattoo artist, a scratcher, if you will. And I worked with a lot of different coworkers. I tattooed a lot of different people. But at some point, it just became more about people pleasing than it was about the actual art or or the actual craft. I would have people overstep my boundaries, not respect my feelings, not respect my schedule, just want me to work for them and deliver for them. And the art of it got lost. So I decided to stop working with all that overall. That was one of the reasons. The next reason was because I was coming into my spiritual awakening and seeing what i was actually doing to people like tattooing is a dirty job you know you got blood you got plasma you got like all you're this sending stuff. everybody to hell yeah and it, it just felt devil's bad. work and the pain that people f- started yeah, feeling no, you know because no. tattoos are painful i would start feeling that as well and it would start creating like this pit in my stomach where i was dreading the next tattoo. so people are coming in because they're they're, they're trying to they're trying to show you know their past what they're sh- People ain't coming in just because I want to look good. They're coming in because they've been through something and, and they want to yeah. put it. And you get to see all you get. To, you didn't just 
hear their expressions. You felt it through yeah, the gut. I did. Ooh. And then the energy of when people hand you money and being like, thanks for hurting me for six hours. Here you go. That that doesn't feel right. And I know there's other artists out there who, you know, probably don't feel as much as I do or, you know, they're very strict on their boundaries of like, if it's not something that I love, I'm not going to do it. I didn't have that. I had no backbone when it came to my art, when it came to tattooing. I know. I've seen videos of dudes that tattooing the girl's asshole and, and, yeah. and, and, and like, Ooh, who want to do it? Just wanna, straight like, for the I know money. they try to be professional and yeah, like, but who would on, realistically, dude. would you really do that on your no. free time? No. no. So for me, it just started becoming a lot of that. The people who are coming back now, they're coming back for a homie hookup. They're coming back for a discount. Mm-hmm. They're coming back for, you know, a service a service of something that I don't want to do. And I've had even people tell me, well, I'll buy you the supplies. I have a homie that does, I've, I has most of my tattoos yeah. and I want my brother passed. I was to do a mural. Yeah. And he and he goes and I know he's gotten better over the years. He goes, hey man. He goes, mirrors ain't my thing no more. Uh-huh. At first, I felt this. I was like, dog, you did all my work. I don't care how it comes out. Like yeah. you're my boy. But he, he he didn't care. He was just like, no man. Like yeah. it, that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. And I take I learned not to take that disrespectful. Is because he knows who I am and he wants me to have a nice piece. Yeah. And most people did just take whatever they can get on. Yeah. yeah. Most people would just basically bully me into tattooing what they wanted. And I would give in because I had no backbone. I had no support system. You know, the person that I was with who would see me do all these tattoos was just like, fuck it. Just do it for the money. Just do it for the money. And at the end of the day, it was money that I couldn't even keep. It was yeah. money that I couldn't even enjoy. Yeah. So I know she would she would tell me, she's yeah, like, I have to go do another tattoo. I'm yeah. Like, and I it just didn't it just wasn't pleasant anymore. So the people who are coming back now who are like, oh, can you do this? How long have you been tattooing for? On and off for about four years. Wow. So yeah. how many years has it been since? Three three yeah. okay so i started at like 19 and did probably like at 23 i remember when she so you're 24 she... no i'm 20 26 <laughs> dude she talks yeah. like she's like my age dude. yeah I'm an old no i'm not you don't look yeah you don't look old at all but like the way you speak i thought she was like 41 yeah I'm an you're old 26? 26 she just turned 26 damn in no not damn wow <laughs> Yeah, so dude. that's why when yeah. I first met her, I was like, I I thought she was my age when I met her. Yeah. I'm like, dude, she, and then she's like, oh, I'm 15. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah, you're a child. I have a lot of experience. I've been through a yeah. lot of stuff throughout the years. Yeah, and that's you know that's what brings us back over here is that you know we with all the experiences that we have, the only place I could speak from is from experience. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what some other person could do, what they can't do. I I could only tell you what I've been through. The shit that I had to go through to get here and how, you know, we're moving forward now. Yeah. I'm a pretty bad influence. <laughs> I, I only need two times to offer a beer to my guests. And I offer you guys four times and you guys, <laughs> well, all you guys declined. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that means a lot to me. Yeah. You know, it's... when I when I drink, I, I like to relax and mm-hmm. I'm not trying to argue and, and make points. I just, I just want to hear... The average person. Yeah. Well, you when know? when we started hanging out again, she saw me drink yeah. a lot. Yeah. I was drinking a lot, like just to numb whatever I was feeling. And recently, I even said, I'm like, you know what? I just noticed I haven't been drinking. Mm-hmm. I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking. It happens naturally. It yeah. does. It, it does. does. For me, too. I was like, wow. Almost like a tolerance break. Like, you just, you yeah. just want to stop for a while. When COVID first started, I, I didn't know what was going on. I, I had... 
thought it was the end of the world, you know, like this is World War Z. Mm-hmm. I got I got rations available, you know, for yeah. six months worth of rations and bullets and guns. And I mean, that's how I, uh, you, you know, were my second form. Yeah, I was doomsday prepping. But I would hurry up and get home from work. I was like, I got to go help people and deliver their toilet paper yeah. and, and their wipes to the rich. And then I'm going to come home and and I was drinking and it just it, it got it got to the point where it, you yeah. know, it was like, holy shit, you know. Well, imagine that's you delivering things. Imagine dealing with the people who actually had the virus. Have the virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to. I had to deal with a lot of things. I saw patients come in one day and the next they're dead. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it was. I just watched a doc- documentary on, I think it was Amazon Prime. It just came out. Uh, it was by the National Geographic. It was like the first six months in New York when it first. And I it, I cried. I watched it the other day. I was crying. Yeah. yeah. I was crying. Everything I've been through. We were, um, I was having this conversation with my cousins because I, I told her about the last will. <laughs> and she's like. You had that ready to go, like, with no hesitation. I was like, I wrote it on a piece of paper that I took. No hesitation. Wrote it in pink ink. I didn't I didn't give a fuck. I just wrote it in pink ink. I was like, if anything happens, this is where it goes. Where my 401k goes, any paychecks that are going to be, they go straight to my parents. I yeah. don't care. Anything that happens to me, give this to this and this. And after I wrote it, I started noticing that's when I was drinking. That's when I was this. That's when I was that. I'm like, you just had to go. You had to go through those motions the first couple of months. Yeah, we were we were all losing our minds. What Just advice could you could you give people that, that that do have to go to work and and be in the elements? Because I do know people like that, and people that lost their jobs that they they were working from home and they lost Ooh, their jobs. Yeah. Let's just talk about that one because that that that's <laughs> go right ahead. Okay, so I think. During this time, because again, we have the person who was doing deliveries, we have the person who was working the front lines, and then we have this person who somehow benefited from all the craziness that was happening in the world. If you are the type of person who feels like right now your your livelihood is being threatened, start a business. Yeah, I don't care if it's just doing chocolate covered strawberries, if you're reselling, you're flipping pallets, you're doing whatever start a business start a side hustle mm-hmm. because you know it's better to be tired at the end of the day than to be worrying am i gonna get let go tomorrow what's gonna happen the whole situation with covid and everything yeah really put yourself you know really sit yourself down and ask yourself what am i good at and how can i do what i'm good at while still getting money for it i've seen girls who started making you know starbucks cups because all that people had during this pandemic was being able to go to starbucks I've seen people, you know, who kind of like me, they started their own business doing oils, doing that kind of thing, anything that's shipped. Mm -hmm. I saw a lot of people doing clothing brands and starting all kinds of things like that. So for anyone who feels like their livelihood is being threatened, go towards what you're good at. If you feel like you're not good at at anything, guess what? Trade schools are always going to be open. Hell yeah. You could always go back. You could pick up a skill. You could learn a trade. You could do something. And um, let me talk about Dude, you're speaking fire right now. You know that? Let me talk on the trade. Should be charging thing. for this shit on uh, uh, pa- Patreon. Yeah. I think that's what they do. Let's go. Let me talk on the trade school thing because yes. this needs to be said. If you went to trade school, never let anybody talk you down because you went there. Mm-hmm. Never let nobody talk you down on that. I have been talked down by people who supported and loved me, saying all you have is a trade school degree, honey. It's a degree nonetheless. At the end of the day, they need you. Yeah. That's at the end the of the day, you need. 
people who went to trade school yep. because they learned on the fly. They learned quick. And if they weren't good at what they were good at, we wouldn't have the degree we have right now. I, I had one boss who told me at one of my old jobs, someone's always got to be around to stock the shelves, mm-hmm. which is important. Even if we were in a rich society, everybody was running around with Lamborghinis, fucking Teslas, whatever. Someone still has to stock the shelves at the grocery yeah. store. Someone's still got to do they it. They make so, good money, too. Yeah, They're they union, do. too. So whatever, you know, you have going for yourself, do it 100%. Do it yeah. 110%. Do whatever side hustle you got. This is the time where artists have really thrived. And yes. I think that that's not discussed Ooh. enough. They really have. People have been creating resin art, making ashtrays, making a bunch of stuff. Etsy has been blowing up, like just artists selling their prints. You know, We're tired get- of that shit we turn over. It says made in China. Yes. So a lot of people have been profiting from all this because people are stuck at home. They get bored. They go on their phone. They're tired of Amazon. And now they want to get creative. They want to have they want to redo the house. Like there's people who have just taken advantage of this and just renovated the kitchen. I just ordered my lady a sweater on Amazon. (laughs) She's not going to hear it, though. Yeah, I should start fucking I should start knitting them shit. Yeah, yeah, that's something that you can learn. You know what I can? I do have the. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you guys got me thinking. Yeah, yeah. everything needs a side hustle. Yeah, I bought nothing but fucking shit made in China, dude, for my kids. I bought Here's clothes the thing. and stuff. I, I've told people this. We were locked up. We were shut down for what? More than a year. Mm-hmm. If you didn't learn a skill, you didn't yeah. pick up a side hustle, you didn't do anything, then what the fuck were yeah. you doing that whole time? Yeah. Scared, hiding in the corner. You have the time yeah. to learn something. You could even have the time to learn a, a new language Yeah, and start Whoa. translating yeah. shit. I watched this guy on YouTube. I forgot his name, dude. He goes everywhere and he speaks their language. Yeah. It's crazy. It's something you can do. And you see the faces on the people go, what? He's yeah. like a white yeah. dude. He's like, Looks like powder. Yeah. He's like super white. And like he starts speaking all these languages. Yeah. Ethiopia. He just starts talking, dude. Like he's crazy. See, yeah. imagine that dude speaking all these languages. And the if, expressions they yeah. get. Yeah. If you can learn yeah. a new language, imagine what else you can learn. You can learn so many different things and you can make money off of it yeah. too. You know, I feel it's important to have your nine to five, whatever that could be, having a side hustle, having an investment, and then at the very end, have something for joy. Yeah. Something that genuinely makes you happy. Which is the research, all the languages, because in the Bible, when, when God, when it was Sodom and Gomorrah, did they make that tower? And he brought that tower down. And then after that, everyone spoke different languages. Yep. You know, that that's the way I'd look at things yeah. now. And we're starting to bring all those languages together. And we're starting to get that. Yep. We, yeah. we know the under- answer. We know the final answer. Yeah. One of the languages I think that we all understand is hustle. Yes. We all understand no. respect for the businessman, respect for the person who's selling you a certain item, all that kind of thing. And I think this is <laughs> at some point we're gonna get back to bartering yeah where you know what i really want this thing that you have let me trade you whatever i have to get that certain mm-hmm. thing because we're moving more towards like a cashless society we're moving more digital. Towards like digital crypto yeah. all those things so cash is getting further and further buried we want to stay you know under the radar we want to get off the grid all those things start bartering yep how else are you going to make it because everything else is documented we're getting towards that end huh yeah we're getting there (laughs) you know what i mean it's like the the sand and you're on top of the sand and it's going up towards the the top you know we're we're getting to that point and yeah you know they said they found batteries that Mm -hmm. are like five thousand you know ten thousand years old Mm mm-hmm 
And you hear it in articles when you start digging deep into the internet because in the, the internet wasn't around. 98, it just started popping up. Yeah. I was 18. And so now these kids, they got the internet. They got all these different, uh, you know, history lessons compared to what they're teaching at school. Yeah. And that's the problem. Are they teaching the truth at school? No. Or are they trying <laughs> to keep it on us on a certain path, you know, to make us a little fucking robots like we are in the Matrix, right? Well, We're yeah. in a little bubble. Well, everybody think we're here alike? in this room, everybody here in this room, we're older than Google. Yeah, we're older than Google. Because oh. we're all older than Google. We all had to go, what, to a library mm-hmm. to do our reports, the encyclopedia and, and all that stuff. And then even just knowledge from your parents. Because yeah. who's really going to be long, alive long enough to tell you, oh, no, um, you know, this is how the first Thanksgiving really happened. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We only know based on what we heard from somewhere else. Whatever. Everything was in the we books. Got. We would read yeah. it from the books. Yeah. Now everything's us. going from the books to someone typing and putting codes into a, a, a laptop. Yeah. And it's asking going up to the people. system. How do we know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just asking other people. Well, I, how does it get in the internet? I mean, if we we got we started with books, now these books we're putting into the internet. We're, yeah. we're, mm-hmm. we're putting. Who's to say they're not changing it? exactly yeah so that's you know with other sites and stuff like wikipedia that's not trusty it's you can't really rely on it there's a bunch of other information that's not reliable Mm -hmm. you know and i think we're getting up to that point where it's like modern medicine is eventually just not going to help us well who's hiding the truth from us who do you think is really hiding the truth it has to be the government because i mean they have to hide the government but do we mean like you know i i I go deeper as far as my spirituality yeah Who's in charge? You know what I mean? We should all be in sync. Hey, if we were all in sync, dude, let me tell you, we'd be floating in this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we'd just be, we wouldn't even be talking. We'd be just transferring uh, memories. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and who's in charge of keeping us down? Because I feel like they're keeping us down and they're, try, they're trying to just keep it to themselves and keep us enslaved. Yeah. It's just, you know, because of capitalism, the way that they got Greed, profit. money. Yeah. Money. That's what's ruling over everything, really. And in, who has to come up on top? It's always ha- it always has to be the government. Government always has the last word on everything. Yeah, they do. You know? So they give us just enough freedom for us to continue working these 905s, for us to continue. Have these conversations. Yeah. To me, a turning point with the government was when they started releasing the UFO stuff. That was a turning point for me. I feel bit. that was just a point of negotiation yeah. of, like, if you guys calm down... We'll give you a little something. Just they know initiative. Yeah. They know they're just keeping us captive. Yeah, just yeah. rewards, little rewards that are technically rights. When we argue, when we're we're divided, like yeah. you know, Biden and Trump and Trumpers, and we start looking at stuff like that, I said, man, it goes way beyond that. Yeah, yeah. that stuff is like baby food. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, I'm over here eating steak, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out with some fine wine, you know, and getting real information. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, that's just the way it is, you know. But I think we're all eventually just going to get to that point where we could think for ourselves. We could make our own money. And they know that we're getting to that point. That's why there's been a lot of shadow banning on these Mm -hmm. apps that we're all so entertained by because we have nothing else to do out there. We have nothing else except go outside and get sick. That's all we could really do. So now that we have these outlets, which are these apps and, you know, creators trying to make content, trying to inform other people of like things that you didn't know and all that kind of stuff, they're starting to limit that Mm -hmm. because they're like, we need you guys to come outside again. And it just continues. It's a vicious cycle. 
Yeah, it's really disturbing what went down, man. Yeah. Now that I'm looking back, and it's happening in real time. Yeah, yeah. it is. What can we do? What do you? What do you? What's besides doing a podcast? <laughs> Pray. I'm, I mean, prayer does help. Yeah. You know, prayer. But make sure that you're praying for the right things. Yeah. I feel that's important. You know, you can't don't just... Don't pray for, like... Don't pray for things to get easier. Yeah. Pray to be stronger. You know, pray to and have help more... people. Yeah. To, you know, open yourself up. Pray for opportunities. And you have the strength to go out and get them. Because opportunities are handed to people daily. Daily. Mm. And people don't take advantage of them because of what other people said or because, you know, how they think that it's not going to work or their schedule or whatever else. If you see that you could make money off of something or you could find happiness out of something, go for it. I, I'm not making money on this podcast, but I, I <laughs> invest in it, but I'm Yet. happy yeah. because I used to spend this much, if not more, on drugs. Yeah. Okay. And it's investing in the right thing. And yeah. so it, I'm not getting I'm not getting nothing from it. All I'm getting is having great people in this podcast, great conversations, and that's enough. I mean, I I invest in this podcast, but I know that eventually it will come back to me. Yeah. You know, it's just like anything else in life. You put in some, something will come in return. But don't do it because you're going to get returned. Do it because you love it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. You know, and and I'm in that stage right now, and and this podcast is growing, and, you know, whatever comes back to me, it's going back to you guys. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to give it back to everybody else. And I'm not trying to uh, get rich or, you know, this is a type of scam they do mm-hmm. on Instagram and I can flip this and do that. And they got a girl with a big butt and you know, <laughs> yeah. they, they're, they're sucking you dry. Like, no dude, I'm not trying to do any of that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I want you just to listen. Like when you give me that time, when I see people listen to my podcast for two and a half hours and I go, fuck, they listen two and a half hours. Yeah. Like that means a lot. When I see them at work, they don't say anything, but they'll say hi. And, yeah. But I, I know who listens and, and I don't know who listens. Yeah. But the one, you know, I, I see them and like to give me that hour, you know, yeah. like hour and a half. It, it makes me come in and go, hey, man, I want to give you guys the best content. Yes. I'm not selling anything. I'm just trying to just listen and have a conversation yep. and you guys being here man it, it's you guys mean a lot I'm, I'm honored to have you guys i don't have anybody that we go too spiritual and it's just like what yeah oh i could do this all day yeah <laughs> i could do this all day but yeah thank you for having yeah. us cause yeah i've been i've been wanting to come back I've i want you guys to come back on more often Please. we gotta we yeah. gotta set yeah. something up yeah, yeah like for a sure. Spiritual month or like a spiritual day. Yeah, yeah. spiritual day, like the full moon or <laughs> oh. you know, blood moon. Yeah, ah, those passed already, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be open to that. Come back with some more stuff and you know, have Well, you know, we 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 already passed two hours, so Really? Yeah. Where has yeah. the time gone? I could have kept it going. Wow. Yeah. So tell the people how they could get a hold of you if they need to do a reading or anything. Uh right. well, question. Okay. First, I want to start with some shout outs because okay. I have some people. Go ahead. I'm going to use your restroom for my fifth time. For sure. <laughs> yeah, go for it. So shout out to myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, shout out to Mission Bar in downtown Santa Ana. Hell we always yeah. have a good ass time there. Shout out to La Loncherita. Fuck they yeah. pull Dude, through with, oh. with the munchies, them quesadillas. Yes. Oh, my goodness. The bomb. We got to have them for an event for so sure. So shout out to them, too. Shout out to Hood Coffees. <gasps> so good. If you guys have not tried Hood Coffees, y'all need to. Okay? Like, they deliver. And they're so humble. And they're so they're timely. S- and they're so good. Everything's really handmade. Good. Everything's, like, beautiful. Yes. So shout out to those three because they're local. 
they're just amazing great experiences great service every fucking time amazing Mm -hmm. shout out to this podcast i'm so happy to be here maybe i should have started with that one but i'm so happy to be here because the best is always safe for last yes there we go i'm not done yet but yes we're we're always thankful (laughs) for being on this podcast. honestly it this is always such a great time it's a good vibe here all the time if you think that you have something interesting to bring to this podcast don't hesitate in sending a message just send a message send an email you know let them know what, what you got know. going on know. and you know we'll see we'll see if we're, we we end up listening to you so shout out to those three yes <laughs> um now i'm gonna be moving more into my promotional stuff my, hey, my hey, type of thing hey. okay so um if you haven't been paying attention my name is high priestess evie you could find me on instagram you could also find me on my own website last time i was here i didn't have a website it was all through instagram but now i have a website which is www.highpriestessev.com that's where you go to book a reading that's where you go to book a service that's where you go to buy a product um free shipping free u.s shipping all the time i don't have limits on that or anything um payment methods are listed every all the information is there you could also find the last episode that i was on which is on <laughs> on the raider and the saint which was episode 74 i believe so just some history Hope it's 74 if not it's around there it's around there there's a four in there somewhere but yeah it was that was where i kind of had my introduction with what i do the services that i offer you could find me on instagram just acting a fool just mm-hmm. posting just a bunch of memes just a bunch of stuff but um if you do hear this and you are curious about the products or you're curious about anything don't hesitate to send a message and that's where you can find me miss mary where can they find you uh you guys can find me on instagram at mary underscore um love 17 i forget my own instagram name sometimes <laughs> mm, she works right there on bristol and uh, first street <laughs> don't tell them i'm just playing <laughs> no yeah i mean you guys can follow me on instagram i also do have my own oracle page right now which is at um baby witch 714 and i'm up and coming on my oracle reading so you so. got two pages yeah i got two pages baby uh, yeah i did start following yeah, that that's, the, I was like, oh, that's okay. the oracle one i'm starting to build you're gonna be an oracle Oracle reader. Yeah. Hey, we should go watch the Matrix together. You guys down? <laughs> I'm, down. I'm down. I'll pay. F- I'll pay for it. Hey, there's a uh, the theater that ha- has. A, it's called 4DX. It's the oh. five senses. It's the five senses. Yeah. That she- have you guys done that? We we've heard about we've it. We passed by it. Oh, yeah. I watched all the Avengers with that. Yeah, it would cost me 160 bucks to take the whole family. Oh. We 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 were my brother would go too. I mean that that's why I, I remember the theater and everything. But uh, it's the five senses. It's smell, sight, vibration. Yeah, and we did Avengers. It, it was it was insane. Right? It was crazy. <laughs> Edibles. I was drinking. But uh, the Matrix, the Matrix uh, was coming out. Yeah. I think that would be something you guys should try. I'm down. For sure. So, yeah, um, you guys can find me at um, Mary underscore love 17 on Instagram or baby witch um, 714. I think. Hold on, because I don't remember my own Instagram sometimes. Oh, it's at underscore baby witch 714 underscore. Awesome. Doing my own shit right there, too. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm happy, man. Uh, This podcast was, was a really good treat for me. And to see you girls come for the first time we met, me and you, and yeah. and, and you guys come, and you guys are plugging away, and, you, and you're doing things, and, and you're happy, you're not depressed, and you, it means a lot, man, and, and it means a lot to my listeners, too, that listen to every podcast. Mm-hmm. 
So once again, I want to thank my listeners from around the world that tune in. Thank you for supporting me, family, friends, coworkers, listeners, new listeners, fans. I don't think I have any fans, but, you know, throw a couple <laughs> fans out there. But thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys next week. It is an honor to uh, have you guys. I'll see you guys next week, all right? I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs>